Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 7. I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. And we just watched Sky, Sky High. High. Ooh. That was nice. Sky High. That was nice. That was. We yeah. did a good job. Okay. That's enough of that. Um, <laughs> Let's go over the rules again. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, Bob. At the end of this podcast, mm-hmm. after we've reviewed the movie in a less book reporty way, right, which has been going well, going well, I think so. We're gonna have a couple of questions that I have come up with that yes. we're gonna ask, which are most valuable player, mm-hmm. favorite character, best scene, one scene we would like to cut, and my personal favorite actor having the most fun. Yes, yeah. With that, uh, we will have some special guests, but we'll get to them in just a minute. Because since we are guys with beers... Talking about movies with capes? What are we drinking? Thank you, Bob. So, Todd, what are we uh, drinking tonight? What are we drinking? Yes, that's a great question. So, uh, we are watching the movie Sky High tonight, which is a family movie. Yes. As we both watched it with our kids. We did. Uh, So, fitting that, we are still guys with beers... But we're drinking root beer tonight. We are. So our root beer this evening comes to us from Warhorse Brewing Company. Uh, Warhorse is the on-site brewery of Three Brothers Wineries and Estates. This is a central New York winery on the north side of Seneca Lake. They do a lot of stuff, great stuff. And as always, our beverage of the evening is brought to us from our friends at Branching Out Bottle Shop. Thank you again. If you're in the Syracuse, New York area, check out Township 5 in Camillus, Branching Out Bottle Shop. Never fails to disappoint. And when I went to them a few weeks ago, say, look, we pulled a kid's movie. I'm thinking maybe not beer. Uh, they're like, yeah, we got this great root beer. So oh, that's what we're drinking tonight. Done. It has become one of my favorite places to window shop uh, <laughs> just to look at the beer selections they have there, which sure. are really incredible. Uh, but tonight, let's uh, check out our root beer. See what, see all right. This goes. Sounds good. Well, first of all, that's root beer. You know, it's, oh, that's really it's so good. deep. Like it's. No, oh, I'm going to take another sip. Hang yeah. It, it's it's got that, like the puckery kind of. Mm hmm. 
It's really good. That's real. It's really yeah, I gotta good. be honest with you. I, you kind of forget that. Oh, that's what root beer should taste like. Right, because there's so many. That's really not good. Warhorse Brewing Company's well root beer. done. We well salute done. you. Absolutely. Now on to our next segment. Yes. Reshoots and reactions. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Okay. Uh, do we have any new reshoots? You know, we do. Oh, okay. So, I know, right? We've got a couple here. So uh, I, I've actually got three reshoots that we've got um, going back over the last couple episodes. I don't know. So uh, the first one comes to us from my better half, Aubrey. Oh, uh, I didn't. Oh, yes. You're springing this on me. Yep. Oh, this was this was delivered over the kitchen island uh, as she was taking her coffee, listening to episode four. Paperman. Paperman. Okay. Right. So in Paperman, I think this was a reference when Jeff Daniels was one of the scenes where he was either eating with Lisa Kudrow or Emma Stone. Okay. But we made a reference to superheroes don't eat in the movies. My wife immediately responded with the shawarma, the shawarma. from Avengers. So thank you, honey, for keeping us on. This is true. This is this is very true, Aubrey. Thank you. Uh, so well played. Well played. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, Aubrey. I believe your nerd is showing. That's right. Yeah. Well, I thought you meant I am her nerd, which is this is true. Also correct. But uh, listen. Let's just put this out in, into the podcast ether. Your wife still denies that she is a nerd. <laughs> I think where, it's time where you go, to where accept that she is. She's not the level of nerd that you and I are, where we're like, we like talking about nerdy movies so much, let's start a podcast. But your wife can carry on a conversation. So in reference to us watching geeky movies, mm-hmm. so we <laughs> saw, of course, Justice League last night. Which oh, we you won't... know what? We have seen Justice League and Ragnarok since the last time That's right. we recorded. Uh, yeah. A little yeah. Behind, the, behind the scenes there. That's right. So Ragnarok, we did our live first ever live episode. A lot yeah, of fun. I think it went okay. Yeah. It was <laughs> interesting. The, yeah. the first. We're gonna, we'll, be doing, we'll be doing that again. Yes. Um, after Justice League last night, we went to a local establishment for some beverages and f- some food, as we always do, in a, sure. in a tradition that predates this podcast, that really is this podcast. Right. And while we were out, I started getting text messages from Aubrey wanting a rundown on the movie, how it was, but... Most importantly... Is, is she going to like Jason Momoa? And the I was like, is, absolutely. Oh, yes. <laughs> Listen, so, if you... Oh, you know what somebody today did say? Uh, Tina. Yes. Was like I don't find Jason Momoa attractive, and I was like, "Wait, what? Is that a thing? How can that be? I don't know." <laughs> you know, we got here organically, so <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. This is my wife's busy time of the year with her sure business, is. so yeah. she's not joining us tonight. We're disappointed. But and what what does her busy time involve? She is the owner of Witty Wicks Candles and Gifts. She makes and sells hand poured soy wax candles and has a retail gift shop as well. And obviously, we're in late November. This is our busy time, so uh, she's not with us tonight. But she was. And where can people find these things online? Yes, online at www.wittywicks.com. Wittywicks.com. Aubrey, I'm expecting a check in the mail. Just <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I was watching the movie with the boys. Mm-hmm. She was on the treadmill in the den where we have the TV. And there's a character in the movie, War and Peace, and Aubrey... Danny's favorite also. Aubrey, she probably said probably three or four times, oh, he is really my type. (laughs) Finally, the goon, our youngest son, looked over at her and said, Mom, Dad is literally right in front of you. (laughs) 
I was like, thank you, Goon. Thanks, Goon. Yes. Uh, but she keeps us honest. So, so uh, I'm going to put this out here now. There's no history of the characters that we need to talk about ref- because they're original characters. Talk about a swinging the pendulum mm-hmm. from the five-hour... Uh, Hardcore history-level yeah. <laughs> podcast that dropped today. Today, yep. Um, yeah, I know it's three hours and eight minutes, but originally we talked for... Uh, five hours and ten minutes. Hours. So, while we're having this wonderful tangent, let's talk about... The Descendants, oh. who I thought um, Warren Peace was the guy from The Descendants. I don't Jai? know. No, no. Jay. Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Boo Boo Stewart is the actor's name. He's. I'm, kudos to you for knowing that. Yes, because the Bean thought Boo Boo Stewart was very funny. Yes, Jafar's. Uh, yeah, Jafar's son, yes. Jay. Because he had a beanie. Yes. And yes. he's very ripped. So I, I'm just like, is this the same kid? I jokingly, it's not. I jokingly said, well, first of all, Sky High is from 2005, right? Yeah, it would only been 12 years ago. 12 years. Yeah. I mean, he'd be. I guess everyone else. Yeah, 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 I guess they're trying to get more age appropriate now. It's not like 30 year olds being like, I can't believe I'm only going to be 18. When War and Peace shows up in the movie, I jokingly said, Oh, it's Jacob from Twilight. Both Aubrey and the oh. goon were immediately like, no, that's not him. I was like, I know that's not him. Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Why do I know that? I don't know. Easy, guys. All right, so that's one reshoot. Right. We're not done. Also in episode four, we were talking at the beginning of the movie, like I thought it was upstate New York. I couldn't quite tell where it was until well into the movie when they established her in Montauk. And... One of our loyal fans uh, shared, I think, via Facebook uh, that in the opening of the movie, while they're driving, there's a road sign that says Montauk. Mm. So, um, and that is Eric Howd. Yes. He's yes. the one. Um, shout out to Eric Howd. Thank you, sir. Keeping us honest. Thank you. Uh, Eric actually gets a twofer tonight. Oh, that's right. He did do a twofer. So, episode five. Again, clearly, geography it's is his a strong problem suit. For, and, and clearly, and, and, our weak uh, yeah. suit. Absolutely. Uh, so you know what this one is. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So uh, we riffed extensively in episode five, The Crow, about is this Seattle? It's raining all the time, blah, blah. It's Detroit, Devil's Night. Is, Motorheads. Is Detroit? Yeah. yeah. Motor yeah. City. Right. Exactly. Motor City. Motor, Motor City. City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thank Eric again. Thank you. Keeping us honest. Thank you. So that's it for our reshoots. Okay. Now, I do feel obligated to point out episode six, Man of Steel, dropped today. Mm-hmm. We talked in that one about uh, one of the mem- a member of our TSPHC army. Love that. Erica has made the solid case for including the Matrix movies on our list. I was going to use another S word. Not an, <laughs> not an insulting one. I realized when I was saying I'm like, I'm not trying to. Uh, I would say strong. Not solid, just strong. Because when we were all out seeing Ragnarok, Erica was there. And she was like, let me tell you why you should have the Matrix. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I enjoyed having that discussion. Um, but where is our... So we put up a poll yeah, on there, Facebook. There's a poll up on Facebook. So How's it looking right now, Todd? So... This is, we're recording this now. By the time we release this episode, episode seven, the Uh poll will be closed. So let's go to the future. And it looks like. Ooh, 
sorry, Erica. The people have said no. Oh, that's a hard pass from us, Erica. But, but thanks for playing. If you would like to start your own podcast on our <laughs> network, we are taking applications. All right. For the Matrix Pod. I try. I try and make them all fit podcasts with what they are. I don't. The mate mate pod trick cast. Yeah, that's a good one. Casey, that's a stumbling block. All right, all right, all right. So we'll. uh, uh, Thanks for Erica, Eric, Aubrey. Thanks for the the reactions, the reshoots, keeping us honest. Uh, We appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we don't have to do the history of the movie because. This is an original Disney property. That's all. Unless you have something. Well, I well I, I've got some interesting got things some about stuff. The oh, the production actual movie. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. You want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. So, th- so you said it. This is a Disney movie. Knowing that and watching it, it feels like a Disney movie. And I don't mean that as a any kind of pejorative. It feels like a Disney movie. It's got some schmaltzy moments in it. Yeah. It feels like a Disney movie from the Disney Channel. Oh yes, that's the piece like of a Disney it, Channel it feels, movie. Yes, that that's what it feels by the like. radar. Yes, yes. Yeah. Now I'll give uh, you that. Directed by a man, Mike Mitchell, who has some uh, a lot of movies. He's a lot of his movies we've seen. So, uh, well, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. No, I, wait. <laughs> was uh, that before or after? Before this? that's six years prior. So to the this. dude. Wait a minute. So he directed. Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. And Disney hired him to do this movie? He must have photos of someone, is the only thing. I, 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 but a- after that, though, um, he gets he goes a, you know, a little deeper into the kids' genre. So um, Surviving Christmas, which is uh, not a kids' movie, but he does Sky High, Shrek Forever After, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked. And the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. And then also Trolls, recent movie. Oh, he did Trolls? Yeah. I didn't yeah. hate Trolls. Yeah. Um, some of the writers, you know, the names, Paul Hernandez, Robert Gooley, uh, Mark McCorkle. A lot of TV there and a lot of Disney TV. Sure. Um, but interestingly, Robert Gooley and Mark McCorkle, they were the creators of Kim Possible. Oh, yeah. that makes sense because she's borderline superhero. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I was like, oh, yeah, that all makes sense. Now, the coolest thing, and of course, as you're watching the movie, this exactly makes sense. So, uh, again, Mike Mitchell, the director, mm-hmm. he is a huge science fiction fan. Now, he admitted that this project was a dream for him because he was able to get his four favorite sci-fi actors together. Oh, okay. So Linda Carter, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, Kurt Russell, Ooh. And his reference for that was Snake Plissken, Escape from New York. Oh, he wasn't going John Carpenter's The Thing? Right, no. Oh, okay. Uh, Ash Williams, of course, played by the brilliant Bruce Campbell from oh. Evil Dead. I, I forgot uh, his name was Ash Williams. Right. And I was like, who? <laughs> right, yeah. You know. And then uh, finally, Cloris Leachman. And again, his reference was uh, Frau Blucher from Young Frankenstein. Who's Cloris Leachman in this movie? Nurse Specs, school nurse. Holy crap, that is Cloris Leach. Oh, my Casey. So I read that, and I'm like, oh, that's brilliant, because that's it's 100% spot on. Those are, those are brilliant. Sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there now. I watched this yep. with the bean <laughs> on, like, four hours sleep. So podcast audience, if there are times where I go, wait, what happened? That's why. <laughs> 
I apologize in advance. Awesome. I, I, Todd, you might be carrying the load on this one. All right, no worries, no worries. Um, so just then, finally, just to kind of set the movie, because we like to kind of place this where it's at. So uh, the movie premiered in July of 2005, and this was a, a successful movie. Uh, the budget was about $35 million. It does about $64 million in the U.S., about $86 million worldwide. So 2005... Not so bad. You're saying the 86 is on top of the. No, th- no, no. I'm sorry. In- inclusive of the United States box office. So, so in total, it made. In 80- total, 86 million. That's not bad. That's not bad. For not, 2000. Uh, what, what year? 2005. 2005. With a budget of 35 million. So when movies were not making a lot of money back then. Not what they are today. So, no, uh, yeah. So, no. I mean, again, not, not bad. Yeah. Do we well, want so why get- did we never get a sequel to this movie? You know, I saw references to supposedly a sequel coming, but I think it's one of those things. It's it's been too long. Perpetually, you know, in development somewhere. Or is this going to fall into the Goonies camp where there was the talk for so long that they were going to do another movie, and then the kids grew up, and then they're like, "Oh, we'll just have their kids, their be kids. the kids," uh, which we've kind of got with Stranger Things. Because have you oh, wa- have you gotten to Stranger oh, Things too? Not. Uh, it's- we're watching it with some other people, and they're not caught up yet, so we're waiting. Where, what episode are you on? We watched episode one of season two. Loved it. Sean Can't, Astin? Yes. He's... Spoiler alert. Hey, thank you, Bob. He's Mikey. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. what Mikey would become if he had been born, like, in the 50s. Right. And then... Okay. Beca- All right. I, 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 he's my... He's, he's so good. That's I, great. I can't wait to discuss Stranger Things too with you. Awesome. All right. Well, I, I'm looking forward I tried. I was like, I'm going to watch, like, one a week. I got to episode, like, four. I'm like, oh, my God, I must binge this show. I don't need to sleep. I need oh, Stranger so Things. So good. Uh, all right, so that kind of grounds our production of the movie. Yeah. Um, um, and then we haven't discussed the Rotten Tomatoes score yet. Yes. So the Rotten Tomatoes score, yep. which is the last thing we need to talk about before we actually get into the movie. The Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie is a 73%, which puts it at a C, C, C minus, maybe? Uh, yeah, it's in that, yeah, C, C minus. Yeah, somewhere there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a C. It's, it's a, a C. C. It's not Barber College. It's not Barber College. This movie is unusual, right? So it is. It's superhero movie, original material. But again, this is the first kids movie we watched. So we've watched a couple of the like we watched. I've, I've my kids have seen X Men. Actually, my oldest son has seen X Men. Yeah. But uh, this one is very specifically a kids movie. So we watched with our kids. So I think it's only fitting that maybe we hear from uh, our small fry. Oh yes, let's see hear from the Bean and the Goon. Yep. Yep, so your oldest daughter, my youngest son. Bean, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Bean, and I'm eight years old. Okay, great. And Goon, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is the Goon, and I am nine years old. Excellent. Okay, and so let's talk. Bean, Goon, let's start. Uh, Did you guys like this movie? Yeah. Who wouldn't? I love it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Goon, we'll start with you on this one. Who was your most valuable player in the movie? Um, I think Layla. She's the one that found out that they were gonna that the that the that sky high was gonna fall down. It's gonna fall Layla's out of the, the sky. Plant girl. Oh yes. Plant girl. She's like I said. She's like poison ivy's identical twin sister. She is. And we said because she plays Killer Frost on the she's Flash, she should be poison. Poison Frost. Or Killer Ivy. That Killer yeah. Ivy? Same. Killer Ivy. Okay. Who was your favorite character, Bean? 
Royal Payne. Royal Payne. Or uh-huh. Glenn Grayson. <gasps> Oops, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. Goon, who was your favorite character? Um, my favorite character was Layla. Oh, is this going to be like your dad with the motorcycle? Goon, <laughs> what did you think the best scene in the movie was? The best scene, from my opinion, was when um they were all turned into babies and the science teacher was saying, I know how to fix this. Just give me two hours. And also, I incredibly made boom boom. Yes. Uh, Bean, what was your favorite scene? Do you remember what you wrote down? When they all got turned into the babies. So you and the goon... Had, oh. We're addicted to babies. Yeah. yeah. You like the babies? And, um. Wait, did we already say favorite character? Yeah, you can. You said yeah, Royal, Royal Pain. Pain. You said Royal Pain. I had two. Oh. Guinea pig girl, the shapeshifter. Magenta? Yeah, Magenta. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you have Just two. Okay. I can I can fix that in post. I can make that work. And, uh, so you, there was a character you didn't like being. Big Bald Head. <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Egghead Science <laughs> Boom Boom Boy. <laughs> Him? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So I have a question, and uh, we did not prep either one of you for this. So if you were to go to Sky High, mm. what would you want your superpower to be? Goon, you can go first. This is a hard one. Oh. Um, I'm going to have to say I'd be a technopath. Oh, nice. I would want to turn into any animal, especially Panda. And it would be panda zigzaggy. Zigzaggy? Nice. I like it. So last last bit of stuff, and then I'm just going to let you to talk about the movie however you want. What was, if you were to grade this movie like you're a teacher, what grade would you give it? I'd give it a A minus. Oh, okay. B plus. Okay. Uh, and so, do you? Do either of you have anything else you want to say about uh, this movie? I think you forgot one category: the worst scene. Casey. Oh, did you have a scene you yes. wanted to cut, young man? Yes, I'd like to okay. share. I did okay. too. Okay. You can go first, Bean. Oh, okay, Bean. What is one scene you would like to cut? When Big Balloon Head came out and did the explosion, that was not very exciting. Goon, what is your scene that you would cut? If I would. I wouldn't cut this scene. I'd just change it a bit. Okay, that's um, fair. The yeah. scene where um, Will is um, lifting up Sky High from the person's roof. Oh, um, yeah. He just, like, lifts it up without a chair. Like, it's really easy. Like, maybe they should make it look like it's a little heavier. Oh, you want him to have more effort in lifting it up? Yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would 100% like, agree with that. the roof. He's Raise. like, yeah, you can't read the Can roof. Yes, Bean, go right um, ahead. What did you want to? What would? So what would you cut? Oh wait, you already said that. Yeah. Go I ahead. Just, um, the um guy down, um, on the um thing was actually the voice of SpongeBob. Did you both know that he is from Syracuse originally? SpongeBob. No. Do you do you two turkeys have anything else you want to say about this movie? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Keep, keep just keep talking. I think that um was actually pretty funny about it was when like the guinea like magenta turned into a guinea pig and he was like clawing through the little thing and then Zach was like those little legs and then she started chewing on the rope the teeth was like really funny because like it was kind of cute <laughs> fair enough all right so thank you Bean and Goon for that uh, delightful insight into this movie <laughs> great job guys Okay, uh, and I see that our next note is to review the movie. All right. So why don't we go ahead and head into the wonderful world of Disney? Disney.
And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. So uh, the movie opens. And, you know, my immediate thought is the movie opens was Casey always talks about the title sequence. I this can't was a wait fun to one. hear. Yes. Because it was, it, it's the Disney logo, the classic, right. well, not the classic classic, but like the, 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 one, the, the, the one, modern era. No, before the, it's, it, it's still the one with the, the thing that goes over it. It's not the CG castle yet, right? Oh, right, right, right. Yes. No, it's no, not it's, the CG castle. It's ca- the one it, I yeah, grew But up I think, on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's the yeah. one we both we think, both of think the like, right one. Oh, that's the modern one. That's yeah. the modern No, no, it's there's a 12 years old. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes like the city that um, Commander and Jetstream fight crime. Right. Yes. It's fun. And, you know, so you see the, the Disney logo, and I'm like, you know, right from the start, it's a Disney movie and it feels like it. And sure. the, the opening sequence is fun. I love the way they open. Mm-hmm. So we, we hear a voice that we're going to find out is going to be Will. Stronghold, right? Giving kind of the history of his parents, right? Um, but it's a great, it's a, it's a, his narrative voiceover over these comic book panels showing his parents panel by panel fighting crime. It's just a lot of fun. So I also thought it does a really nice job of moving very quickly to kind of ground us in what this movie is about, right? So it's it's Will's challenge as the child of the world's two greatest superheroes. Right. It's pretty and, much like if Superman and Wonder Woman had a kid. Um, and Will explains to us in the opening voiceover that he has no superpowers. But it's not unnatural from for him not to have them. It's like uh, they're kind of stealing from X-Men. It's a puberty thing, right? Because everyone else on the bus is like, oh, I just got my powers this summer. Sh- sure. Right? So, okay. so in terms of, right. So he doesn't know, like, does he not have his powers now? Will he ever have powers? He's worried that he's All he knows is to. that he, right. And, and that, he's trying to pretend that he has super strength. Yeah, right. Again, when your parents are the world's greatest superheroes, that's got to be a lot to live up to. And right. his struggle in this movie is going to be how he defines himself in the world as the child of the world's greatest superheroes right. without powers of his own. Now, um, I have a note from Beam. Okay. Um, and I need help. <laughs> Do Kelly Preston and Kurt Russell kiss? During that opening sequence, I, like when they fall in love, I believe they do in the comic book panels. I yeah. think. Yeah. So when that happened, Bean goes, "Ew, they kissed." <laughs> Gab- Gab- like, oh. yeah. And it's so weird because sometimes she's like that, but like when we watched Princess Bride, yeah, when they kissed, she was like, "Ooh, interesting." So yeah. I wanted, yeah, interesting. Well, she also the instant uh, Carol was was on screen, she goes, "He's very handsome. I would marry him." So Kurt Russell's not her type. With that hair, how could he not be? He's my type with that hair. Good Lord. That's, I'm working on it, man. All right. Uh, so, And actually, my very first note after the title sequence was, okay. Kurt Russell is having so much fun hamming it up. And Oh, he's... He, we've talked previously about Our performers chewing, chewing up scenery. I just... I flat out love Kurt Russell, right? As you know... He's never given a bad performance. No, I'll watch him in anything. He's... Even even in Soldier, where he, he has like 10 lines, maybe, Oof. right? He's great. And... Well, what was that terrible movie he did with... Um, Does Not Compute? He doesn't have a terrible movie. Oh, uh, Executive Decision. Oh, <laughs> with Steven Seagal. Where Seagal Wait, dies. Any movie where Steven Seagal dies that early in, I'm it's intrigued. A, well, yeah, I guess that would be... I, you know what? I saw it when I... Was bamboozled into thinking he was a good actor. Kurt Russell has been and always will be my friend. Whoops, that's oh, Star Trek. That's, sorry. Uh, yeah. No, he has been and always will be a phenomenal actor. Yeah, 
absolutely. So uh, it opens up in every moment he's on on screen, whether he's in his costume or not. Uh-huh. He he he's walking around like everything's a pose. Like he's always posing. Like it's. Even when it's he's for, in slacks and a and a and uh, a, um, a dress shirt, he's he's like, obviously like in disguise, ready to strain. So you know, in terms of the the Tarantino monologue in Kill Bill about how Superman, uh, Superman is his true identity, and Clark Kent is the disguise. Like Commander is kind of like that. Clearly, the way he carries himself, he is a hero, and right. he merely dons civilian clothing. Uh, yeah, he, and he doesn't do the Clark Kent like, oh, I'm gonna hunch and you know he. Wear, I think they both wear glasses, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna jump ahead only Go because ahead. we got there. We can jump around. Yeah. So when so Excuse Will's me. getting ready, so it's it's the first day of high school, right? Yes. So it's a big day, right? Um. So Will's friend, best friend Layla, comes over, and it's in the morning before school. Daniel Panabaker. Yep. Sorry. Just no. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Russell as. Kurt Russell as Steve Stronghold, his civilian identity, yes. is preparing for the day. He and his wife, Josie Stronghold, are very successful realtors is their, in their civilian roles. Mm-hmm. And they're preparing for their day as realtors, and they're making deals, and they're, they're these dynamic people. They're superheroes in the realty business also. No. No, no. I'm saying, no, I'm saying they, they, oh, they're... Oh, they are like they're top so, performers. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So... No, I know they're not actual. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, he's preparing for his day, and he's in his civilian attire. He's got a dress shirt on, a tie, and everything. Layla, his son's best friend, mm-hmm. looks at him, and he realizes he doesn't have his glasses on, and he puts his glasses on, and then she's like, she not, oh, no, she nods says at him. glasses. Oh, she says glasses. That's right. She whispers glasses to him, and then he's like, "Oh!" And, and she like kind of like winks at him. But it's such a it's funny so nod funny. at the trope of uh, yeah. oh, that, oh, that's that changes be, his whole face. Yeah, you know, we have two realty friends. Yes, we do. And I'm gonna say right now, if we found out that they were superheroes, would not be surprised. I'd be like, "Oh, sure, yeah, that's brilliant." Yeah, should we give them a shout out? Yeah, Why Mark not? and Catherine, absolutely. Yeah, the, the Bell Home Team. Oh, Bell Home Team. Yeah. Absolutely. If they, if suddenly they, you know, like they showed up in the paper with, with capes, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I would believe that. I'd, but not like a bad no right Central New York <laughs> right commercial where they're like we're the super, super reality team. team. No, if it was just like these two people are now fighting crime, I'd be like, I believe uh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. You know what? Right. Now you got me thinking of that. All right, yeah. yeah. So Bell Bell Home Team for all of your realty needs. All right. Gonna be it's, using that uh, we music drop a lot this episode so far. That's funny. <laughs> All right, so it's the first day of high school. Will is going to high school. First day of superhero high school. So, well, right, right. So it's it's high school, but because he is the child of superheroes and presumed to be heroic, uh, he is going to sky high. Mm-hmm. So I get the sense that oh, is that where they get the title? Casey. No, yeah. <laughs> That's right. So um, we got this great scene with Will in his bedroom. At the beginning of the day, he's nervous. His dad comes in. Yeah. And of course, so Will is going through this charade that he has powers. <coughs> the classic trope of like, I've just been doing a thousand. 998. Yeah. Right. So he's got the, the weight set in his room. Um, how funny is Kurt Russell or, or uh, how funny is Steve Stronghold, mm-hmm. commander, as he comes in and then he sits down next to Will and he's talking about... No more serious notes, son. I know that every kid thinks his dad's invincible, and I nearly am, but who knows? Maybe the next time I punch a meteor hurtling toward Earth, 
I'll be the one who shatters into a million pieces. I, I guess all I'm trying to say here, Will, is it's nice to know that whatever happens to me, you'll still be around to save the world. And of course, he's got the the 45 pound weight plate in his hand, and he's kind of twirling it like you would like twirl a like a frisbee. Yeah. Right. It's hilarious. And as oh, he goes, I, to leave, I thought the same thing. Crosses it to Will, who nearly knocks him into him the bed. Right yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. A special effect note, and I can't remember when it happens. It's in some part of this when mm-hmm. Daniel Panabaker's character Layla. Uh, so Daniel Panabaker is on the Flash. Yes, as Killer Frost Killer because she's Ivy. kind of Poison Ivy in this movie. She right, can control plants. She's a good Poison Ivy. Less evil, yes. Sure, sure. <laughs> the less evil. So, <laughs> so maybe Poison Frost. Yeah, I think Poison Frost. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's go with That's that. A good one. We'll go with that So one. Poison Frost reanimates those <laughs> those um, flowers, E.T. Yes, style. right. That effect, not, not no bueno. You know, I'll, Especially since it, saying E.T. style, I'm looking at how they did an E.T. Just time elapsed and flowers dying and then reverse the film. So here's my thoughts. And, and it's right after this that I had a, I had a note on the special effects. Mm-hmm. So clearly they're having fun with the genre. So sure. him putting the glasses on and now all of a sudden he's not a hero. That's mm-hmm. funny. Uh, while they're still in the kitchen in the morning before school, Steve's phone rings and he looks at it and he says uh, to his wife, Josie, Josie, it's the other one. They fix it up. It's the mayor. There's an emergency. They did you need... catch the little Batman 66 reference there? I did not. It's a red phone. Oh, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. So uh, there's a there's an emergency. They need them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a robot. It's attacking. a robot. That's right. <laughs> uh, so they go through their study right from Batman. Right, right. It's, the bat I, oh, it's all like... It's all... The only thing they were missing was the bust of William Shakespeare. I, I wanted like something to flash at the bottom of the screen. Kids, ask your parents. <laughs> That's right. Because you're not getting these jokes. No, no, those were for us. Th- yeah. There's a there's a, there's a couple other jokes that were for us. Mm-hmm. So they jump on the bat on the commander and jet stream poles. They they go down and then we see them flying. So clearly, commander is super strong and invulnerable. But jet stream fly. flies. So she's carrying him in. Now I had a note about this this the. I'm using the air quotes. Special effects. They it are incredibly. Special, right cheesy and not immersive at all but but my thought was they are cartoonish and right. if you think back to kind of the how they set the movie opening with the the comic book panels mm-hmm. and and all of these jokes very specifically directed at the superhero genre they're just having fun so yeah i give it all a pass knowing that it's a kid's movie knowing that they're not selling them as like these are really and I, you know, cutting edge special effects. I agree. Um, I when you told me what was the budget again, thirty five. Mm-hmm. I thought it was half that, and I just like, oh, this just didn't have a good budget. So now knowing that it had the budget it had, I feel the cheesy stuff in the in the movie was a purposeful choice. Yes, yes. So I would like, say it was like almost making it heightened and cartoonish. So yeah, yeah, I'll give you a pass. And even the the robot that we're about to see. Looks looks like something a from cartoon. like a '90s video game, and you know, I'm fine with that. All the jokes in there, you know, I would say it's very evocative of the Batman TV series campiness. It, nowhere sure. near that level, <laughs> no. But you know, if you look at the jokes, right? So they got the bat pole, they mm-hmm. got the red phone. Um, later on, we see the secret sanctum, which is clearly the Bat Cave. Clearly, including I mean, it's the even trophies, got the bright lights. Yeah, you know, so. 
they're they're so clearly pointing back to in not only pointing back to Batman in general, but specifically pointing to those defining elements of the Batman TV series. Sure. I think they. I think they're choosing to be. I think it was cartoonish. purposeful, yeah. and so I'm okay lo- with. And it. I think that may be why it got the score that it did, much like Batman '66, because people don't realize they knew they were making a cheesy show. They, they called knew- their shot. Yes. Yeah, they they like we have talked about it. I don't remember if it was in the actual episode, but the very it, first it was, episode. Yeah. What the the go go dancer? Oh, maybe not. Maybe. Okay, so the very first episode of Batman, it was some go go dancer supervillain. I can't remember. Batman throws a battering at one of her henchwomen, and she falls down a psych. And Batman almost to the camera goes, "What a way to go go!" I'm like this show knows exactly <laughs> what it is. Exactly. If you're not on board, get off now. It, it, that's the thing. They call the shot. They, they, they've established what they are. That when Jetstream is carrying Commander to fight that fight that robot, it does is, he have his legs like tucked in like I, he's in a carrier? No, no, it's like he's like literally standing. Is like, he standing? The he's whole like time? standing the whole time. Oh, like, I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. that's. No. But but again, either I, way, <laughs> it's I, I was fine with all of it. I think because oh sure, again they're they're kind of establishing the tone. So the, the, I agree, and and the tone is let's have fun. Let's have fun. Absolutely, it does though feel very much like. You know, the level of the effects makes it feel like a Disney Channel movie. That's the place where it, where it feels a little weird. Like, So do you think, well, this movie wouldn't be on our list if it had been, but if you think if these effects had shown up on a Disney Channel movie, the Rotten Tomatoes score would be better? Do you think the critics wouldn't have been so harsh on it because it wasn't a theatrical release? It's a question. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It feel, That's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't know, but it, it, at times it felt... So I give it a lot of credit for calling it shot. Mm-hmm. You know, they're establishing they're going to be cartoony, um, but there are other pieces and like some of the ensemble of the group. So our kids, I, I know my kids do. I think uh, yours do as well. Watch those Disney Channel series. What we were talking about bunked earlier. The kids bunked were talking about bunked. Jesse, right? Oh, so you know, it's got kind of that the Thundermans. It's got kind of that feel. Now we have not gotten into the Thundermans. It's if you. I hear it's, it's, I hear like, it's funny yeah, though. It's, it, yeah, but I mean, they follow a pattern and. Well, one of the guys, I think he plays Mr. Thunderman, uh-huh. shows up on Spontaneous Nation a bunch, and he's oh, really? hilarious on that. So he has actually a lot of people from old kid shows. Yeah. Not old, but were your kids ever into Special Agent Oso? Oh, yes. Mr. Dose? I remember that we were. Oh, was that the watch? You've completed your mission, oh, Oso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special Agent Oso, Mr. Dose here. Time for a refresher. Gary Anthony Williams. Okay. He is on a ton of Spontaneous Nation, and he's in Thor's helmet. He is Bebop in from the TMNT, the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the live second. action movie. So that's the Michael Bay. Well, movie, not Michael right? Bay. Michael Bay produced. Oh, he doesn't direct it. Got it. And it is. It's, 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 I didn't see those. I'm looking. For, a, I'm actually looking forward to those. Well, good luck. Oh, good, good luck with that. All right, <laughs> tip in your hand. Stephen Amell is great. Oh right, right, right. You know. Yep. All right. All right. <clears> so. Uh, they fly off to fight crime, and now Will and Layla. I have a note about the oh, fight. Yes, there's no destruction. It's, I really, I like. Uh, but, but again, he it's punches a, di- a robot, and it falls. It doesn't even. But even in a Disney movie, buildings will get. T- it doesn't touch a you single. Know, you thing. know what? Because really this like is that. a comic. This is almost a comic strip, not even a comic book. Like sure. it's that. Okay, it's yeah. that family. Friendly. And I feel like that was another way of giving us the viewer the. Hint that this is the kind of world super, this is in. Yes, 
we get to one of my favorite parts of the movie. So they go out to catch the bus. <laughs> and oh who's driving God. the bus? My name's Ron Wilson, Sky High bus driver. Now, <laughs> he is never referred to as simply Ron Wilson. Well, he never refers to himself, himself as, as Ron, Ron Wilson. Wilson or Ron. Is he referred to at all as Ron? Because when other people talk about it, I think it's Ron Wilson. I think so. They don't say bus driver, but he always adds the title to his name. Ron yeah. Wilson, bus driver. <laughs> Uh, so shout out. So we are a Syracuse, New York based uh, podcast here. Yes. So Kevin Heffernan, Ron Wilson, bus driver, uh-huh. member of the Broken Lizard comedy troupe. Right. Whose roots go back to a central New York college, Colgate College. Did what? you not know this? Yeah. Wait. Are you serious? Wait, you seriously did not know this. Oh, my God. After all the the um, sidetracking we've done so far. why? Yeah, that's that's true. Um, yes. I would have just been like, yeah, absolutely. So Broken Lizard, uh, yeah. they are four guys who go to college at Colgate College, or okay. Colgate University in upstate New York. So you started to say the name J. J. Ch- I'm not Chan- even Chan- Chandra Sekhar. Chandra Sekhar. Extensive directing credits. Uh, so, of course, the group Broken Lizard has done Super Troopers, a number of movies. I happen to be a producer okay. of Super Troopers too. Now, is your name going to be in the credits? Like, uh, maybe at the end, special thanks to all the... I, and it's going to be a scroll. I, Dude, so I that's going to be so awesome. I did the same thing for Con Man 2. I'm sorry, Con Man. Um, uh, Nathan Fillion, uh, y- yeah, Alan Tudyk. It's really, yeah, it's Alan Tudyk, right? Uh, yeah, so I backed Con Man. Yeah. So I watched those episodes, and, and it's at least in one of them. Uh, I paused it, and I found TMP and SYR... In the in the wall of of names scrolling oh of all the people, God. so I'm hoping that they do the same thing in Super Troopers too. But in any event, that is so awesome. bro- the guys from Broken Lizard, uh, Kevin Heffernan is in this. The other guys are not to, to any tracks I could see. But cool link to Central New York, yeah. Broken Lizard guys, hilarious. None of them, and none of them are from here originally. They just ended up um, in Colgate. Let's not get into that. Yeah, that one. I didn't go oh that deep. Boy. I didn't go that deep. Um, but Ron Wilson, bus driver. Uh, played by Farva. Played by Farva. Thankfully, w- without the full frontal Farva that we saw in Super Troopers, uh, Farva takes him to, to school. Again, more special effects, cartoonish and campy. But better. I felt the bus. So, oh, yeah, that's fair. So they, fair. they pull a speed. Yeah, They do pull a speed. I thought the same thing. <laughs> They go off a, a br- bridge closed, and all the kids are like, um, oh, no, we're all going to die. And then all of a sudden, the bus turns into a roller coaster. Yeah, and the, it all straps the them belts in. Come the belts come The belt strapping, not the best effect. But once the bus is falling, sure, and then it flies up to Sky High, and Sky High itself, yes, I thought that's where they spent probably $30 million of their budget. <laughs> and the look of that. And the five went to costumes and well, the robot. all of the tight shots, you can't tell they're floating in, in the sky, right? right? So as they're going up to the school, it's a, it's a California school. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. But so these massive, like, space shuttle engines, like, transform, pop out of the back of the bus. I thought Men in Black. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Don't push the red button. Uh, yeah. But again, it's uh, it's a comical effect again. Sure, it's, yeah. it's it's a fun movie. Then we see some fun powers. Yeah, here we see uh the guy. What is the power the guy uses on the girl, and then she freezes him? Is it uh? She, it's uh, it's she had a fire, fireball at her. 
Mm, no, it's uh, it's a optic blast. It's a optic concussive. Op- <laughs> He's not wearing ruby quartz, quartz glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a concussive blast. But yeah, it was a cool montage, right? So yeah, the it the cool thing is the mix of it's a it's a typical you know kind of raucous high school morning, right? So you have kids interacting and you've got the jock kids and there's a cheerleader doing cheers, except they've layered all these superpowers on it, right? And I really like that, um, like most of the times when you see these kind of, I don't want to say rip off because that's rude, Mm -hmm. but these uh, loving homages to superheroes, they'll usually be like, we're going to take all of our superheroes and villains from Marvel or from DC, you had both. You had the cheerleaders were a multiple man. Sure. You had Cyclops with a concussive blast. <laughs> sure. Then you, you technically had Killer Frost because it was a girl doing the the powers. Okay. And then you had Plastic Man or Elongated Man, choose your DC sure. rubbery hero, coming down the stairs. Right. You know. Uh, I so- just I thought that was great that they're like, we're gonna just take from both camps. It was, you know, it's not the only montage in the in the movie. And I thought every time they did those montages, they they were done really well. I agree. It gave yeah. us a lot of information, kind of grounded us really quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's typical high school drama, right? And then, of course, the Will and his friends on the bus are all freshmen. And of course, you you know, this the montage ends with the freshman hazing by the two upperclassmen, Lash and Speed. Speed, ironically, is this tubby guy who just has bully written all over him. He does. It, you know, um, going back to Power Rangers, I, I, I got a total Balkan skull vibe. You didn't, I you, didn't watch it. You yeah. Didn't, I, w- yep. I watched it for the Pink Ranger because she's, <laughs> sure, she's sure pretty. Um, but it was this very large guy named Bulk and a very skinny guy named Skull. I'm like, were these their real names in life? Because that's sad. Oh, I, you know what? I know who they are from like in passing. The kids went They're Abbott and yeah. Costello. Right, right. I mean, that's what they're all, all of these, the Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, that's what they're riffing off. A very rotund man and a skinny guy. Right. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't this funny that they're friends? Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. You know, no, it's going all the way back to that. You, you know, talking about the importance of setting the tone. So what did, I'm curious to see if you had the same reaction I did. When Lash is the elongating, mm-hmm. stretchy guy, he reaches out his hand, um, and we see the arm extend. What did that remind you of anything? Because it was a dead ringer for me. Oh no! The Roger Corman Fantastic Four when Mister Fantastic stretches his arm. Oh my god! Well, and, it, and to be I, fair, I mean, it's any Fantastic Four, but very specifically that one in the Corman in the like the trailer that we've seen where he does. Well, the I've stre- seen. I oh, you've seen the oh Jesus. Okay, so in the trailer, there's that. Is that shot- make the helmet? It's in the helmet. Yeah, it oh, got a, it got a theatrical release to preserve oh, the rights. It had to. It had to be. And yeah. It was like a film festival. Yeah. All right, I diverted us. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's right. But when the arm stretches, it's that cheesy of an effect. Yes. And in the Corman Fantastic Four, it looks horrible. In this, because they've already made it so cartoonish, I'm like, oh, that's funny. And I laughed. yeah, it was it was yeah. a gag yes. more than yeah. oh god, we have to make this look like something. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, oh my god, it's exactly the same way that that. The, and that's arm looks. where I think we're both going to be forgiving of this movie. Yeah. That they are, yes, the effects are cheesy, but this whole movie is cheesy. Yeah. In a good, in a, in a in good, a fun, we campy, are cartoony way. On purpose. Yes. Because yes. there, there are campy, cartoony movies that, <laughs> that are not trying to be. Sure. Looking ahead, if there's going to be trouble at the school, you know those two are involved. 
And then who shows up? Oh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Oh, is she first? Yeah. She's oh, the I thought one it was. Com- oh, oh, yes, yes. You're right. Yes. Yeah, she's she the one who comes up. in yeah, to. Yeah. Well, who are you no. ta- oh, you're talking about? Oh, are you talking about Linda Carter? Yeah, I am. Okay. I am. Sorry. No, so, 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 yeah. So, oh. Let's try that again. Thanks, Bob. Mary okay. Elizabeth Weinstead. Th- who we will see again. Did Scott Pilgrim make the list? Didn't it? I thought you vetoed oh, it. Oh, did we veto it? I'm going to make a strong case right now that it should be back in there solely for her and Chris Evans. And oh, th- I think that's why it's in the list. That's Brown, why Brandon it, Ra- oh, it is. It is. And Brandon Routh. Yeah. At, and Anna Kendrick. I like yeah, Anna Kendrick. You do. You do. You've made that. You've shared that before. She should be Squirrel Girl. You, you've shared that before. She's. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the world is is yes. on there. So yeah, so uh, we will see Mary Elizabeth Weinstead again. Um, mm. Lucky you. Oh, and you don't pretend like no, she's I not like her. gorgeous. No, 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 no. I like her. Yes, you're right. and a good actress. Like yeah. Oh no, I enjoy she's her. Solid. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I love her in Scott Pilgrim. I think she's wonderful. Uh, right. So we so we meet uh, Gwen Grayson. Is this? Do we want to talk about? Yes. It, Two iconic names. Gwen Stacy and Dick Grayson. Is yep. that what they're trying to do? Uh, what other? I mean, well, and they're also doing the classic Marvel alliteration. Oh, sure. So many Marvel characters: Peter Parker, Peter Reed Parker, Richards, Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner. Right. Um, we could get Scott Summers. We could go yeah, on yeah, for yeah. a while. A lot less in the DC, which I, I'm not knocking. It's just very interesting that there's it's so heavy on the Marvel side. Yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. Like I, I'm honestly racking my brain right now, going to, to think of a decent. Well, maybe someone will write a letter for us, Tony. So um, we meet Gwen Grayson, who's clearly the uber successful, high achieving girl who's got it all senior? together. She's a senior, okay, right? Um, and then we go inside, and then we then we have the the introduction that made me smile. Oh, Prin- I don't remember who this is. Principal Powers. Linda Carter. Is oh. she somebody famous? She might be. And I believe we've talked about this on, on the podcast before. She, you know, Wonder Woman is a seminal Wait, figure Gal for me. Wait, is in this movie? Yes. <laughs> I distinctly remember, again, and in the days when there was not the um, the volume of geekish oh, yeah. media to, to you, consume, Wonder Woman on TV was a, was a, was a highlight. So, sure. Uh, I love... No, Linda, Linda Carter's great. Oh, and she's, she's great in this movie. She is. Oh, absolutely. And she's... Still stunning, by the way. Oh, hey, listen, she used How? to do a contact lens commercial <laughs> in the 90s. And anytime it would come on, I'd be like, I don't know who this woman is, but I love her. Would you like to know how old Linda Carter? Now, to be uh, fair, I'm going to guess it's twelve. This is twelve years ago. So but. twelve years ago, uh, and well, she's on Supergirl right now. She's the oh, president okay. of the United States on there. I would vote for her slash an alien. Um, I would. She's actually a, a white Martian. Ooh, I'm okay with that. The white Martians are bad. Um, is that a racist thing? <laughs> well, the Martians are supposed to be green, so maybe. Okay, all right. Um, I'd say she's in her mid fifties. Perfect. So uh, she is sixty six today you know as of right now she's 66 so 12 so years ago she was super young when she, she was did 54 wonder woman in the 70s so she was born in 51 so she was probably in her late she was in her late 20s 20 uh, she was born in 51 she was 26 cuz wonder woman 77. 77 yeah so yeah wow yeah 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 she looks great but in to your point she still looks great yeah she is like a fine wine she has gotten better with age yes now listen you know, our wives, mainly my wife, but I think your wife also has, has weighed in favorably on some of the 
heroes without shirts. No, she. she it, you that, know what? It's really? the weirdest thing. Like that's how so, I try to get her into some of the movies. So we should like, share, right? So your wife is not a fan of superhero movies. She's fine with them until the fighting and the punching shot. She watched sure. all of Avengers until oh. the sk- the space butthole opened, uh, <laughs> and all the Shatari started go- started coming through, and he started and Tony started blowing them up, and she literally went, "I'm out," and went to bed. She does not like violence. Yeah, That's and, and the, she's watched Ant Man. She's watched the ones okay. that aren't like super violent. Okay, got it. In her eyes, got it. Um, the only super she, violent one on our list, I feel, is Logan. Deadpool, not as violent as Logan. <laughs> well, right, right. right. Well, Deadpool is funny. And yeah, violent. yeah. Oh boy. Uh, so she, yeah, I'm trying to think. So does she have an opinion on Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans? She doesn't like Hemsworth. Really? She doesn't. She thinks he's fine. Um, Pine. Chris Pine. Okay. She likes she likes that Chris. Right. Did she see Wonder Woman? She has not yet. Really? I, keep... I would think she would like that. Oh, I listen. Yeah, I'm trying. Got it, got it. You're working on it. I'm got working it. on it. Got it. <clears throat> Maybe uh, by the time this comes out, no. I only ask this question because I, I, you know, I feel like we're giving ample recognition of all the male eye, ca- eye candy, all the attractive men. So I don't, I don't mm-hmm. feel so bad when I'm reminiscing we're, we're giving, wistfully. We're giving fair coverage I, to both men and women. I and think so. We have both said, you know, like, let's just say any of the Chris's, they're, they're handsome goddamn dudes. handsome men. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I, we, I think we've both fawned over Hugh Jackman. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't know where we're going with that. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Easy, guys. Thanks, Bob. All right. We get to another. Is that a montage? Uh, it's not really a montage, but a great sequence in the gym. The power placement is that next? That is next. With really the quick, great. Oh, he's so good, Bruce Campbell. Now, my music teacher in high school was named Bruce Campbell. <laughs> was he as cool as this Bruce Campbell? Nope. <laughs> oh, that's sad. He wasn't. No, and not a total knock at Bruce, but mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell is so cool. He really is. That's a high bar. Did you watch Burn Notice at all I did in USA? Not. I did not. Uh, I I didn't watch from the beginning. I watched a couple seasons of it. It was very good. He is amazing in it, as he always is. Uh, There is just so much content out there now. Yeah. Like, great. But at the same time, I'm just like, I just I don't have the time to devote to this. That's fair. That's fair. I want to watch the Evil Dead TV show. And it's only like nine episodes, I think, the first... And I think yeah, but they're, they're on to season two, right? Right, but it's yeah. I, I, they might be on to season three at oh, this really? point. Yeah, because it started the year before the Stand Against Evil. Okay, um, which isn't Stand Against Evil just a ripoff of No Ash? Uh, he's surlier than Ash. It's John C. McGinley, so right. it's like who I like. Oh yeah, but, but he, I mean, but it's uh, it's the Ash character basically. Uh, Syracuse right? University alum. Oh, I did not know that. Shout out to Syracuse University. I did not know that. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, Bruce Campbell is the the actor, not the gym, the music teacher. Is hilarious. <laughs> the, the, this is like the gym teacher. How about the outfit? He's the got the short shorts, shorts, the high. It is th- what when when gym teachers are animated in in shows. <laughs> that's what you that's were drawing. What they look like, like. Yeah. so I'm like with the whistle around the neck. Even his hat is low, so it's almost not showing his eyes. I oh. mean, uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's great. So, so is his his superpower is like uh, he's like banshee. Yeah. yeah, he's got yeah, the okay. sonic boom, right? So he, but so he's coach just... boomer, right? <laughs> right now, so 
power placement is for incoming students that helps them determine if you're going on the hero track or the hero support track, also known as the sidekicks. <laughs> what it really is, it's the superhero sorting hat. It is. It's, right? it's which, very... There's only two houses. Which house are you going in? It's all up to Coach Boomer. Which, honestly, Harry Potter could have just had two houses. <laughs> it could have just been Griffin. Then I, wouldn't be, then I wouldn't be a Hufflepuff. Are you a Hufflepuff? I'm a Hufflepuff. I can't digest lactose. I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh, Todd. I know. Believe me. I know. We know. I know. As a as a Ravenclaw, I say, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I'm a... So there's a more definitive test online. Yes. Uh, Josh's wife, Jody, sent it to me. Okay. I am technically a Raven Puff. <laughs> I'm like... I think it's like 72% Ravenclaw. Come and on. The rest is Hufflepuff. Uh, because of having uh, kindness. Kindness. I'm not everything... I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I love the science stuff, but I also you know okay. have a heart. <laughs> so, uh, so Coach Boomer walks the kids through this sequence. It's going to determine basically their power level. Are they heroes, marquee names, or are they sidekicks? Mm-hmm. Um, funny sequence. Uh, <laughs> the when he says car and the car <laughs> drops <laughs> the car, and, and, and the stone. Uh, Larry transforms into a. Stone like giant. the smallest, skinniest yes. kid becomes the thing. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, car is hilarious. But, um, you and know, when, when someone gets kicked out, I love the hey, yeah. I really enjoyed because up to then, I don't th- we hadn't heard him use his boomer, right? Right. Well, we just meet him. I mean, like, we meet him, but I mean, right yeah. There. oh, yeah, yeah. So, you're like, oh, that's why he's called that's Boomer. I, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we often in the podcast have talked about pacing and we've often. You know, kind of criticize movies that seem to move slowly. This movie <laughs> consistently ground, throughout this running, movie, yeah. yeah, and not just in one spot, but consistently everywhere they need to make it move, they do. So right. that when we first get to Sky High, we see uh, a quick montage that shows us like flavor of the school. Right. The power placement we get to see all about Will's friends because they all cycle through power placement very quickly mm-hmm. and. And we learn a little bit about their personalities as they go. To the point, Layla's like, I don't believe in placement. I think it's uh, a horrible blah, 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 whatever she says. So, like, she's the hippy-dippy yes, very, person of the group. But again, yeah. very quickly they move through there. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. And she put gets put on the sidekick track, right? Because She does, because she refuses. Uh, she says, I-, I believe in only using my powers when the situation demands it. He says, Well, you're in luck. This is the situation. And I'm demanding it. And no one could have delivered that better than Bruce Campbell. It, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so then we move ahead. The school day progresses. They're at lunch. There's a funny line over the, the PA as they're opening the un- lunch sequence. Did you hear it? No. <laughs> so it says... The cafeteria staff Oh, I had that note. I oh. thought I thought it was somebody said it to somebody else. Yes, yeah. I did catch that. <laughs> that yeah, that's a great line. That that's is. a great line. Yeah, that's very funny. So you know, we've got it again. Lunch sequence. We meet War and Peace, who looks mm-hmm. like Jacob from Twilight, <laughs> or not, according to my yeah. wife and son. Um, and we get a little backstory. His father was the arch enemy of Will's father, Commander, and you know, Commander's got. Put him away. He's in life in prison. So yeah, it's that, some rivalry that classic, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see Gwen Grayson again. Lash and, and speed. This is the scene where Elliot and I both. No, it's the scene at the lockers after lunch. That's when we see Gwen. We don't see her in the lunchroom, do we? 
I believe we do. I'm Gwen. Hi. I love your skirt. Thank, thanks. So how's power placement going? That is in okay. The, if that's, that's in the, in the okay, so the when that happens, yep. whenever that happens, both Elliot and I are like, I think she's a bad guy. Oops, that's a spoiler. Thank you, Bob. Nice. We didn't think that she was the bad guy that she is. Right. We thought she was the daughter. Casey. Got it. Uh, but we were both like, oh, that feels like a just the way she says it to mm-hmm. her is very um, Regina George feel to that character. Like, I'm nice, but I. There's a st- <laughs> that's right. That's right. So the power placement was put on hold for lunch. He says we'll resume after lunch. They leave the cafeteria. We're back in the gym with Coach Boomer, uh-huh. and now Will is finally going to be up on the block for testing. And and it's that it's that like oh your dad was a quarterback of this high school thing. It's like oh your dad's the commander. Oh, can't wait to see what your powers are. What can you do? And he immediately says car. Yeah, they dro- <laughs> will drop right. Will drops. And, are you crazy? Uh, so then he's he. So then Boomer realizes that. Will's power must be flight, like his mother, Jetstream. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's the trap from Batman sixty six. All they needed was a Dutch angle as Ew. the catapult <laughs> as the catapult throws him across the gym, hits a pillar and falls. So uh, and he dies. And he dies. And like, see, like I was like, oh, that kid's dead. Yeah, he's, he he hit a steel girder. He is dead coach nope. boomer straight up murdered him <laughs> so now it's been revealed in front of everyone will has no powers right. as a result he's in hero support or sidekick and then this is the first appearance of the great dave foley let's try that again or is there a scene no, before, before they go before to that. hero it's before that so because this child with no powers was thrown across the gym he goes into the school nurse mm-hmm. which is where we see cloris leachman oh is right there's cloris leachman scene yeah and she's hilarious so she's got some some kind of x-ray vision we hear a little bit more about will's dad uh, but it's a nice scene and then she explains basically that even though will's parents are wizards he could still be a muggle todd Thank you, Bob. I mean, even though they're superpowers, he could be normal, right? So this whole thing. It was, yeah. So the end of the school day, Will's home. So we don't meet Dave fully Oh, yet. right. The so whole Will, first day is The whole just first day. The, the nurse specs is the end of the first day. Okay. So he's home. Steve uh, takes Will into the secret sanctum. Great scene. So good. Like, again, the bat cave is... It's right there. So you know you had to get on. You had to get on the bat poles to get down into it. And then right. once you're in there, and, and there's a great moment where it's like, "Oh, this one's mine." Well, you can use mom's. That's right. Um, setting all the elements for the great story. Yeah. Before they go into the sanctum, Steve tells Will, "You must never ever bring anyone into the secret sanctum. That's why it's called the secret sanctum." I would never. So when he says, it, so you're like, obviously, you're he's the kids bring bringing someone yeah. in there, right? So and this gets, is where you he puts the eye from the robot that they destroyed in the beginning. He puts correct. it on its own thing, and he's like, but "Now it's time for a new chapter in the story. The three of us fighting crime together, side by side, by side." Uh, I was like, "Oh." You know, all I needed was the giant penny and the T Rex, but like, it's that exact First same. Of all, how dare you? Those are whimsical stories from Batman lore. Both of them. But when you think of the Batcave, so not the dark, gritty Batman, but like kind of the more 
comic booky Batman. Like the giant penny was always uh, part of the. It the still Batcave. is. It's yeah. still there. Yeah. Uh, even now, like really? they have not given they, that up. They won't and, mess with that. Um. Well, you know what? I don't know about Rebirth, but in New Fifty Two, it was totally there. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fine. What? So. Because it's two, it's a it's a two face story, and it's a Riddler or Mad Hatter story. It's a T Rex. I cannot it's remember a, which the one. The T Rex is like a and it's like a it's robot. A, it's and, a robot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's but as Steve is walking Will through the sanctum, it's the exact same thing, right? So all these trophies, all these trophies the trophies from pacifiers. Gun, pacifier was his big enemy. The guns broken in two. We'll come back to that. Oh, yeah, and this is where we get the history of Royal Pains Pacifier. Now, that was a great day, Will. The first time your mom and I ever teamed up to fight evildoers. As soon as she came smashing through the window, Will, I knew she was the one for me. I wish you could have seen us. We were fantastic. Royal Pain got his, and I got the pacifier. It's amazing. <laughs> What'd you do? No idea. Mm-hmm. Good thing. That's all we know. That's all we know. Um, and he places the the eye from the robot. Oh, and and he and the pacifier was killed. So then we go back to school, and now we get two former kids in kids the hall, in the hall yeah. alumni, both of whom are hilarious. So Dave Foley, oh my god, so funny, so good. Like who's better at the meek, mild? Oh. Hey everybody, we're just gonna do our best character than. Dave Foley. So of course he's like the head instructor for the hero support track. Mm-hmm. So he... and we find out <laughs> that he was Commander's Robin, pretty much. Right. I mean that outfit he's wearing is, is... Batman sixty six Burt Ward. Absolutely. With even with like a rope and everything on it. Yeah, and like the tights with the the short shorts. Mm-hmm. It, it, really funny. Uh, so he was all American boy. Now That's he's it. now he's Mr. Boy. Mr. It's the it's it's so cheesy. So so <laughs> there's a whole exchange. It's so funny uh, where he's asking when when he realizes who Will is that he is the son of his former hero. You Steve's son? Yeah. <laughs> and he never he never mentioned me to you. I don't I don't think so. Makes sense. That makes perfect sense because Commander does not have time to sit around flipping through scrapbooks that I took the time to make for him. No, the commander's got to be out there saving the world. Will, no. of course, has no idea who no, he not is. Really. And you could see him crumble. And then he's like, Mom, she ever mentioned me? It's, it just, it just, yeah, like he's so good. Right. And then class is disrupted uh, by another former member of the kids in the hall. The very funny Kevin McDonald mm-hmm. as Mr. Medulla or Professor Medulla. Um, basically, he didn't go the, to large-headed <laughs> scientists college to be called Mister. That's right. Uh, is it interrupted by him or a ray being shot through? And then he... it's yeah, yeah. So okay, really funny. It, we immediately go another. I mean, again, another great use of montage to give us a lot of information. Moves very quickly. We see like what school is like for hero support. So they've they've got some devices. They've got the the bat inspired um, retracting line to to pull you this up. This the rescue of the citizens. Re- no, no, no. This is oh, like okay. this is the uh, like here's just, a, oh, a day in what hero yeah, support is like, like. Gym so class. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got the line. You've got the. Um, he's got a set of these depowering glowing rocks that make Layla and her friend 
uh, pass out. You got a, <laughs> this net weapon, and then change in pose where they duck behind a screen, step in their costume, and strike a pose. It, and of course, the one kid comes out in his underwear. Yeah. But again, great use of, gave us a whole lot of information in 20 seconds, 30 seconds. It was tops. a good use of a montage. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Like, so, um, and now we go to the group. So, Will and his buddies, they're at his house doing homework and even the question like a radioactive zombie is charging at your hero do you hand him a his silver tipped crossbow b a wooden spike c yeah yeah that's so weak man i'm already holding this crossbow why can't i just shoot him myself because we're hero support and if your hero asks for a crossbow you hand it to him or her by the way zach you can't kill a zombie again reinforcing the point that sidekicks cannot do anything except enable the heroes to right. be heroic right and isn't there and isn't one of them like your hero is traveling 20 miles an hour from this place and they're not in that's not in that sequence but everything is in that context of the of what I thought there was does. when he or is this the scene where he tells his dad it is it yeah, is yeah so yeah, when he comes back. Oh, when he comes back. The yeah, next yeah. question in the fade out is, is like an a, algebra, like <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, but at the end of it, I, you know what? I'm just gonna here. Here's what it is. Yeah, perfect. Your hero flies north at 300 miles per hour for 15 minutes. His arch enemy is tunneling south at 200 miles per hour for 10 minutes. Assuming your hero has X-ray vision, how long would it take for him to realize he's going the wrong way? <laughs> um, so before we get into the great scene of him telling his dad he's a sidekick. Sure. What does Kurt Russell ask the kids? What kind of sandwich does he say he's really good Tuna at? Tuna salad. He's making a ham sandwich during that scene. <gasps> what? Uh, interestingly, the goon had a, uh, <laughs> later on, the, the goon caught a logical error as well. I was like, oh, yeah? Uh, it was in the, uh, is it at the dance? Someone's in a suit. And they get something spilled on them, and it cuts. It cuts to another angle in the conversation, and it's and the tuxedo's clean. Oh, I was like, oh, well continuity done, yeah, error. continuity. So you're good. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know. Yeah, like, ham like if you have him or say, like, "I make a really good tuna salad sandwich," you so it's got to be something close. To you want you want me to explain it? The ham is for heroes. Those are hero support. They get tuna salad. <laughs> Oh wait! But he doesn't you know the hero support yet. Beyond, he doesn't well, know the, the he doesn't know the hero. No, but, he does because he's like, it's really great of you to be hanging out with the sidekicks. Doesn't he, he says, say first like, well, they have really lowered the bar some for superheroes at that school since I went there. Isn't his assumption that they're heroes first, and he's surprised at their powers? Is that that one kid really you know glow? Sometimes. Is that in front of them? I, no, 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 no. That's in the in, in the is. kitchen. Okay. He assumes, of course, that Will's hanging out with heroes. He's oh, like, right, he's right, like, right. Somehow, Kurt Russell says, oh, they're sidekicks. And he says, actually, they prefer Kurt, to be called hero, hero support, support. And so do I. Like, that's how he tells him. It's, it was a little bit of like a coming out I mean, moment, It was, right? it was. I was just thinking that. It was like, yeah. it was kind of like, yeah, it yeah. had a very, this is my coming out. Yeah. And I thought in that scene, it was going to be the, I'm coming out, you're no longer my son. At first, because he gets so angry. We're not on that movie anymore. <laughs> right, wrong one. No, he he gets so angry at first. I'm like, oh no, 
But then it's it's all Coach Boomer's fault. I thought, that. and then he crushes the phone. He's trying to dial, and he's so angry. He crushes it, and then opens the drawer. He's got twenty phones in there. It's hilarious. <laughs> but I, but like techno nerd me is like, well, I mean, he's gonna have to program that phone to the megahertz <laughs> to the base. I mean, you can't just and clearly also them sitting there, their batteries There's are draining. A, to, so they need a technopath. Sorry. Clearly. Oh, uh, nice. You know another another joke that's for us, not for the kids. Um, right before he <laughs> destroys the phone, um, when he realizes that Will is hanging out with the sidekicks, but before Will says that he's a sidekick, um, that's when he says, and I can only imagine what your grandfather would have said that I brought some of them home. I was like, Oh, oh. yeah. That kind of leads more into that. It's uh, uh, either race or slide. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that, that was, that was a funny, doesn't line. he then be like, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like, that's right. That's defending right. old racist grandpa. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're, you know, your grandfather was raised in a different time. You know, it was a different time. Different time. That's right. That scene ends. Commander and Jetstream are talking. And, of course, Commander is crushed. His hopes for his son dashed. He doesn't have powers. This has my, my favorite bit in the whole movie. Please. So they're down in his uh, his uh, commander cave. Yep. <laughs> and she's like but we can't change who he is not without dropping him in a vat of toxic waste pause from kurt russell oh no why where would we even find a vat of steve i just i'm thinking that's a great moment and i knew exactly where you're going with that. uh because it, it's in it's it's in the trailer and i i kind of wish it hadn't been you got kurt russell yeah that's great um we then go back to school Mm-hmm. Um, classic trope: the bully causes the kid to spill his tray on the other kid. Um, yeah, um, uh, the stretchy guy, right? Yeah, he so stretches let, his arm out, trips Will. Will, Will falls spills it on, on War and Peace, Peace who looks angry before he's been doused with with uh, Will's lunch. And we get a. Can we talk about his powers well, to do that awesome pose and put his arms on fire? But it's so. Is it like pyro where he's controlling the fire and it's not actually touching his skin? It's just there to be used? Or is he the human torch? He's human torch because he throws fireballs too. Well, pyro can too. Yeah. But wouldn't that burn off his leather jacket? Shouldn't he just sleepless? Would you like a ruling on this? I'm going to say that his body emits a very uh, short distance force field. Like Superman? Like Superman. So it protects his clothes. That's fair. Yeah, let's go with that. All right. Because uh, that's like the first time he did it, I had the reaction you did. Like, oh, that was a really cool, that <laughs> the, was a cool stance. And then after like the third or fourth time he does it in that fight, a couple too many times, I feel like, okay, we get it. You can go, and it looks cool. E- even Goon pointed out that that's his only move. <laughs> like, so your move is just, that's right. but after like the third or fourth time, you start to get nitpicky with it because you're seeing the same action over and over again. I'm like, it's like, shouldn't when- his jacket be charred at this point? But I, I'll fair. take your, your your force field. Okay. Yeah, that works. It was a little bit like in you know when you're playing Street Fighter and your opponent is playing Chun Li and just spams the kick button. Remember that? That's ex- it's like okay, dude, do a different move. I, I am. I have flashback. <laughs> Too many times at my friend's house, being like, "You're gonna choose Chun Li, and what move are you gonna do? I'm gonna do the keep kicking fast mm-hmm. thing." Yeah, uh, we have the the lunchtime fight. Yeah, Will holds his own with no powers until he has powers. Until he has powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, nice moment I thought was his friends want to help him, but of course their sidekicks. War and Peace is clearly hero level, even if he's theoretically a bad guy, but. Um, yeah, so Will has taken shelter under a table, and at the moment where it looks like Warren's going to 
throw fire at the, his buddies, stands up raising raising the whole table. Right. And now it's now it's a fight of two strong guys. And I will say that uh, this movie gave me a great opportunity to explain to the Bean that War and Peace is something we call an anti-hero. Oh, he, nice. He should be a bad guy with how he looks, who he is, his demeanor, all that. But he still fights for good in the end. Casey, spoiler territory. Thank you, Bob. Uh, great fight. They get sent to detention. The detention it, room. The detention room was such a cool little because he tries to do it again, and that's where it really looks stupid because him doing the arms down thing without the flame coming up. I was like, it looks oh. like when you and I are doing this, here, right? right now, we're doing right, this right. for this uh, visual for this, medium of a podcast. Yeah. Well, we're making each other laugh, so that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. What this podcast all about. Um, you know, I had a note in here. Do you notice Will is always wearing red, white, and blue? And it's oh not my. the same clothes. It's a different clothes, but he always has that red, white, and blue motif. So is this the Smallville thing where Clark's always wearing yeah, some variation yeah. of red, yellow, and blue? Right, yes. Because those are the commander yeah. and And it's those kind colors. of primary yeah. colors, red and white. Like well, the it's, very, the, it's the, it's the, the, the superhero Jet and commander. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yes. That same color palette. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a cool note. I was kind of hoping, jumping to the end, I wasn't kind of hoping. So now I want at the end him to get his own super suit <laughs> that looked like yeah, his... that, that we would see it yeah you know that's a fair point we don't see him even at the end so he's got superpowers now we don't ever see a suit but a suit. oh but he's just a freshman in high school and his parents probably wouldn't pull him out okay that was for the sequel that never happened that's right that's right okay so yeah the detention thing was cool linda carter explains uh your powers don't work in here so now that will's powers have been revealed he basically gets kicked out of sidekick courses and has to go to the hero side. Right. You know, and this is where he starts hanging out with Gwen more. Yeah, so it, and she's all flirty with him. You know, if you go to the high school movie, Will has just moved from the outcasts group to the in crowd. Right. right. So heroes are clearly the in crowd, and he we, he gets he wants to keep hanging out with the outcasts because they're his real friends. Real friends, sure. Right. Um, it's it's every single it's, high school movie ever. The, yeah. Yep. So Will gets teamed up with Gwen mm-hmm. in science class. Right. We learn that she's a technopath. She controls tech with her mind. She uh, builds the gun he's supposed to be building. And Professor... Medulla. Professor Medulla totally calls her out on it. She's like, Miss Grayson, in the future, please allow the students to succeed or fail on their own. But still isn't like, okay, now take it apart and really do it. He still like kind of gives him a pass. So that kind of shows that like he is now the star quarterback of the football team. Sure. Like, sure. don't do it again for him, but it's fine. It's this fine. Time. For him. Uh, yeah. d- did you get that line? Again, it's as Kevin, as Professor Medulla is walking away. So Gwen explains what a technopath is. Mm-hmm. Will says, Wow, all I can do is punch stuff. <laughs> And as Medulla's walking away, he goes, Yet he'll be the one in cereal boxes. Show me the justice in that. <laughs> yes. It's really, really funny. <laughs> and I feel like that might have been Kevin McDonald. It could have been. We then jump ahead to Save the Citizen. A lot of fun. Love the sequence. Great. Se- and the, the only time, sadly, that we see Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald together. And other than when Mr. Med- Professor Medulla interrupts. But not they're guy. not on screen together at the same time. He pokes his head through the hole and it's like, oh, sorry about that. They're not. Oh, they're not. Oh, this okay. is literally the only. Because I made a note of him. Oh, like, interesting. Oh, it's a, it's a very it's a reunion. small yeah. reunion. A two-part reunion. With the best line. Remember when we used to use real citizens? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, that's right. oh, yes. That's right. Um, 
so Will does not. So Will has stood up to the bullies, Lash mm-hmm. and Speed, and they call him out. So we'll settle this in gym class and save the citizen. <laughs> of course, Will wants nothing to do with this. His friends are telling him he's got to do it. The line from Zach, the glow dude, he said that he, uh, their one friend who can transform into the puddle of slime. Right. Well, you have no choice. You can't let them dunk Ethan's head in the toilet. And Zach goes, not again. The dunking must end. <laughs> it's just a funny line. <laughs> so we get into the gym class, and now Save the Citizen is this kind of like danger room style training, right? Right. You, you got this dummy hanging over these these gnashing, mashing jaw. So it's a two on two competition. One side are the heroes, the other side are the villains. Heroes have to save the citizen, which is literally on a piece of rope, like around the waist, like being slowly being lowered into the into the mechanical mayhem. Yeah. And Question: they save it. Yes, is there a villain high school, or do the people, do the teachers at Sky High go? Oh yeah, we're training them to be heroes, but Lash and Speed are gonna become villains in the end. You know, that's a fair question. This movie is too cartoony. There isn't a bad school. Or, so, it, or so, it's going to be so in the it's, grittier it's, it's sequel. The, it's the, are they going by the Harvey Dent rule of? You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Okay, okay. that's exactly Fair enough. Is that, the, is that the school's motto? Uh, yeah, I think, I think that was. And all the heroes over, go, what does that say? The, the, oh, Never nothing. mind, keep, keep going, going, keep, keep going. going. Easy, guys. Save the Citizen has got a lot of fun parts to it. Yeah. Um, Will, so it's basically like superhero Quidditch almost. Did you get that feel? Oh, yeah, totally. Right. There's a whole lot of Harry Potter, <laughs> like maybe because it's the same time period, right? This kind of. Well, Harry Potter was just time. coming into its stride of being very popular. Yeah. I mean, more in terms of it's capturing the same time in someone's life. Sure. Right. This yeah. Defining how you define yourselves and who you surround yourselves with and stuff. Um, but it's a lot of fun. The He does the move where he jumps up, he does the superhero move where he jumps mm-hmm. up um, and punches the floor. You know, disrupting the whole landscape, knocks his foes off their yeah, feet. Yeah, the Bean really liked that moment. It's so. a great Ooh. moment. With a, and a great effect with the way the, the gym floorboards like uh-huh. animated. Which we, we have seen in a ton of superhero movies, sure. but this was, you know, her second superhero movie. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a great sequence all the yeah. way around. So, you know, of course, Will... Now, Will is paired with Warren, uh-huh. right? And they must grudgingly work together. Will finds a way to save the day, but it's kind of humiliating to Warren. But Will's the big hero. Right, so right. he grab so he uh, grabs Warren, throws Warren to knock the dummy out of the way before it falls into the into the jaws. Right. Um, so Will's the big hero. Warren's kind of a little bit embarrassed. And this is kind of the starting of the turn for uh, Will. Right. It's going. It's going to his head. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. He is this where. Uh, Layla asked him to dinner. Yes, yes, okay. and, and that's a great point. It's gone to his head so much so that he ditches Layla. They're supposed to go to their favorite Chinese, uh, food, Chinese restaurant. food restaurant, and of that course he ditches War and Peace. It works that. It works that right. And you know he's not a bad guy. We learn a lot about Warren in that scene, mm-hmm. and he's an admirable character. So he's a tortured hero. He's he's tortured. Right. His father's in prison. Right, he's got it rough. They assume that he's a bad guy, and he says something like, "Anytime anyone f- hears my name, they automatically think of my villain father or something like that." Something like there's that, some yeah. m- mention of I'm living in the shadow. It's it's 
well, it's not Luke Skywalker, but it would he, be Luke Skywalker if everyone in the rebellion knew, knew that, that his father, Anakin Skywalker, yeah. was Darth Vader, not Darth Vader killed Anakin Skywalker. Oops, that's a spoiler. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, you know what it is? Is Warren is the kid from the wrong side of the tracks? Oh yeah, yeah. He had yeah. the bad break. He's not a bad kid, but he get he you know he's. Oh, got... that's a better analogy than my nerdy <laughs> Star Wars analogy. Yeah. Sure, no, but it's fair, right? Like, and and of course he's working. You know, Will and Layla they don't have to work after school. They're not working. You get the sense that he doesn't have a choice. He's got to work. He's going to high school and he's working. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and while Warren has this great conversation with Layla. Gwen has showed up at the Stronghold's house Interesting and has, and she has just dinner. And she's right there. Shows up. Um, funny uh, when they're th- going through. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think the Chinese food scene with Layla and Warren, mm-hmm. did you think that that was like budding relationship? I don't think so. I think, again, thinking of the movie, I think that's too complex. Uh, am I over? I don't okay. think it's going to be a love triangle. Because Warren very square, you know, very clearly kind of holds up the mirror to Will later that look, you're screwing this up. She clearly is into you. Nah, that's true. And she was only going. She only went with me to make you jealous. And he's not upset about that. Was or it? Was it there for the parents in the audience to be like, oh, there's going to be a love triangle? And then there wasn't like, oh, that's a cool. You know, little I, twist. I think they kept the story very simple. Sure. You know, absolutely. So, but again, it, it works. Gwen has a funny time at, at dinner. Will walks Gwen home. And we see Gwen's father, the very funny Jim Rash oh from Community. Shout out to Community. Member of the Groundlings, which I only yeah, knew yeah. after I looked that up. That was, that was great. Yeah. Um, but he- and I'll, I'll put this someplace else because it gives away the spoiler. But interspersed in this movie are these scenes of this shadowy figure and this jester. And like the, the shadowy figure, almost like a Dr. Claw. Yeah, I'll uh-huh. get you gadget. Would would you like to? Did you catch who the voice of that shadowy? It's um, it's uh, it's uh. Yep, you got it. No, I don't. I can't think of it. Uh, I I remember that it was somebody famous, but I can't. Patrick Warburton. Yes. Who, so Putty. Put, this is Putty. <laughs> this, this is Putty. Peter. That's my Patrick Warburton. It's just saying Peter because he said it so much on uh, Family Guy. Oh, Peter. Right. right. I don't think you should be. Uh, that's my Patrick. <laughs> I need some work. Nice. Um, no, but so, I, but I love that every scene with them, he'll be like, and then we'll make our. Uh, I'm going to work on my Patrick Wahlberg okay, for this, yeah, yeah. and then we'll work on our plan to destroy the. And then the jester-looking guys like, ah, <laughs> and then he grabs him and chokes him. Every uncle, 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 yeah, and 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 the bean was like. Why does he keep saying uncle? Is that his uncle? I'm like, oh no, honey, that's a that's, that's a old, wrestling old timey. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But when you said Jim Rash, I'm like, all right, Jim Rash is also the jester, right, right. <laughs> Which um, it gave it away for me because I was like, yeah, oh, it, it's Jim Rash because I love Jim. In 2005, I probably wouldn't have been able to make that association. Oh sure, but since Community was but that since for, Community, and yeah. um, no, he's in uh, Captain America: Civil War. Wait a minute. When well, it would make sense because of the Simon or the uh, Russo brothers. Russo brothers, just because Abed is in uh, is in Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, right? So when Tony's giving the speech at MIT, yeah, he's the one that when he comes off stage, like, what a great speech! All this money. Now, will the professors right. also <laughs> right, be there? right? Oh, I forgot about that. Classic Jim Rash. Oh, yeah. he's great. And when Jim Rash answers the door. Yes. And he's like, no. Gwen, get in here right now. That's and like, right. he's very angry with her. 
Does he not do the oh, he, point at his own eyes, point at him? Yes. Thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's absolutely Which hilarious. Which is hilarious because he is this small, meek man. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, and is this is this where he gets... Oh, th- that's right. This is where Will's so excited about this. He, like, tries to do the singing in the rain, grabbing on the lamppost and just... Knocks it, the it fuck over. over. Yeah. He's like, "Oh!" Uh, he tries to put it back up. It just comes down again. No, no, he does get. It, he does stand it back up. But yeah, that's. It's a funny. It's a does funny. It move. Come crashing back down again. I don't think so. I think he's. I think it stays up. I think because I specifically I, looked at that. I feel like this is going to be a reshoot. Okay. In one of our favorites. Oh, someone's. Maybe we'll get a letter. Who? Tony. There's a problem now. Gwen is at Will's house. Um, they're supposed to be studying, but there's a problem with the homecoming committee, and so Gwen talks Will into having a few people over to the house. Mm. The parents are gone, so we know this is going to be what trouble. What could go wrong? And, and again, I, to your point, so we see... The seeds. The seeds, right. Um, but Gwen convinces Will to take her into the stronghold, into the sanctum. Mm-hmm. Um, and while she distracts him with a kiss, we see a blur go behind them, and all of a sudden, Pacifier's gun is gone. Did you catch... Also down there, the pinball machine, that it was a Commander and Jetstream pinball no, machine. No, did it? Yeah. That's great. It was great. That's I was awesome. like, oh, yeah, so this this blue streak goes right. by. Right. Um, who do we know in this hmm. world that has super speed? Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, there's not a whole... I mean, they do a good job of revealing it at the right time, but it, yeah, it's not... Uh, if, if this is the moment in this movie... Much like when we were talking about Man of Steel, mm-hmm. this is the Clark floating out of the <laughs> ship, crucifix style. Right. This is the if you haven't figured out that she's a bad guy. That's right. Here it here is. it is. That's right. Um, so yeah, so we can drop the pretense of of and, not knowing that she's sure. the she's the villain. And, and you know, the, but I will still say who she turns out to be surprised me in the end. Oh, okay. The problem is I've seen this movie so many times, I can't remember if the first that, time I yeah. saw it, if that surprised me. Um, but if you really, if you really, really, really didn't get it, um, <laughs> Gwen is the ultimate mean girl, and she drives off Layla, who has come to Will's house to, to see Will because she's upset. and She's upset that she had stood up, but she was going to tell Will how she felt. Gwen is brutal. Where's Will? Honestly? Avoiding you. Look. Will knows you have a crush on him. He does? Everyone does. Will's just too nice a guy to tell you he's not interested. Not that you can take a hint. I mean, hello? He's going to homecoming with me. He threw a party and didn't invite you. You're just embarrassing him. You're just embarrassing yourself. Okay, I understand. Danielle Panabaker is wonderful in the scene. And, um, when you see Will again, can you tell him that I never want to talk to him again? I'll give him the message. But it's a horrible, it's, you just. So this is where I'll ask the question that I said off mic at the yeah. beginning that I was going to spray in you. Is Daniel Panabaker a good actress? Yes. I, I, I like I, her in that scene. I, I, I specifically I wrote like, that I liked her in that scene. Yeah, she's good in that scene, but there are sometimes on The Flash, because I know her See, more that's the thing. than that. You've, you've seen more of her work than I have. Where she's great, but there are other times where she'll like do a look or deliver a line. I'm like, who said this was you, cut and print? You know what though? Think of so for all of the crap that Kristen Stewart gets for Twilight, and Twilight is a really I think it's a bad movie. 
but that right that was you. the direction she was given, right? Okay. And, and and lots of people have pointed out that she was performing the way that in accordance with the director's vision. And so do well, you could do you, so in a TV a, series it, where you've got that many more directors or sometimes so maybe because I do notice that a lot of the actors are better when Kevin Smith has come in and directed a couple episodes. He's I'm a great, like, oh, he's are, a great director. Because <laughs> he just lets them be. He's just like, just do your thing, you yeah. know? Are you seeing someone else's fingerprints and it's just showing maybe, up in maybe a what more their performances stern look like. director gets her not the best performance. Or, or, just a, or just a vision that it's yeah. you know it's okay, not good. That's fair. I mean um, William Shatner directed one of the Star Trek movies and I would point to that as a perfect example of what a bad director can do. Everyone else is fine in it because they're like, no, Bill, we're not taking your direction. But everything that he is in control of, the new characters, oh, man. Right, right. So oh. could that simply be maybe... The director. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. All right, let's go with that. So the director of Deuce Bigelow, Male <laughs> Gigolo, gave Daniel Pannenbaker a nice performance? I think she's good. Okay. Um... So oh so so she does the mean girl thing. It's yes. like Will doesn't even want you here. Will comes over and it's like what? Oh thanks, Will. What did you say to Layla? Nothing. I mean I just told her the truth. You're a hero. She's a sidekick. She was holding you back. What? Why would you do that? Layla's been my best friend since first grade. Well you've got new friends now, and I think that you need to figure out whether you want to hang with us or with those losers. And he, he figures it out. Not going anywhere with you, not now or not to homecoming. Might as well just find yourself a new date, Gwen. You're dumping me? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get something straight, okay? You do not dump me. Not the night before the dance. Sorry, Gwen. I uh, just did. You're dumped. Good on Will, yes, absolutely. Because I was like, oh, and this is the part where they're not friends, and then later in the movie they'll figure it out. I'm glad they didn't do that trope, that yeah. it was just... Yeah, no, he I immediately recognized, yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, but we don't have much time to celebrate because Commander and Jetstream get home. Party's over! Don't stop on our account. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you know, it's a terrible party. Everybody out. Does he use his strength to get everybody out? He what doesn't. He... he says, when I reach the count of three, I want everyone out of this house. And he almost, like, sounds like, I'm like, wait, does he have sonic powers? Yeah. He doesn't, but he certainly delivers it like he has a sonic boom. Kurt Russell is a dad, and I think yeah. he put on his dad voice yeah. at that point. Do yeah, you think um, Kate Hudson heard that and was like, oh, I remember oh, that voice. That. God. Yeah, absolutely. Um but it's but it's great. So now Will has lost his best friend. You know he's re- he's rejected the in crowd of heroes. That's right. He was going to run after Layla, but couldn't because Commander and Jetstream walked in the door. Right. Okay. So now Will's at the Paper Lantern, their favorite spot, the Chinese food restaurant, mm-hmm. and they have he has this conversation with Warren again. We realize you know Warren's a good a good kid. Well, you don't have to worry about me running your night. And why is that? Because I'm not going. Hmm. Well, that sucks. Because we're only going together to make you jealous. Huh? Dude, you're so stupid. She's totally into you. Not after tonight. Wouldn't be surprised if Layla or any of the other guys ever want to talk to me again. Yeah. You must have been a real jerk. Doesn't matter what I do, I can't get them to stop talking to me. Thanks. And I, I like, uh, again... 
much like not dragging out the miscommunication that Will figured it out, I like that this scene was just like, look, we have our... It was the Batman and Superman. We have our differences. Yeah. But together, I think we could be stronger. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So yeah. Now, nice... now, War and Peace is in the fold with Will. It yeah. seems like. So yeah. I, I'm I'm cool with that. I I like that that this movie, maybe because it's a kids movie, doesn't have time for it. I, you know, I think you know you want to tell the story to the audience that you are intending to tell it to. Right. So to the kids, that's a good. This, I mean, tipping my hand, it's a good message, right? Like it's absolutely it's the right message for the audience of this movie. Right. Which doesn't mean we can't enjoy it, but it's. And again, the fact that it's not a love triangle, it's not Jacob and Edward both going after Bella. <laughs> Can we find another love triangle? Can we not talk about Twilight anymore on <laughs> this podcast, please? Um, you know, I think that that's too complex, right? So they're they're telling a story appropriate for their audience. We get to the dance. Gwen, prior to revealing herself as a mean girl, had invited Stronghold and Jetstream to present these Heroes of the Year awards. Mm-hmm. She's got them there. And now, all of a sudden, the grand plan is revealed. Gwen is royal pain, and Stitches is her sidekick, who we've been seeing uh, the, in the jester outfit. The the male Har- Harley Quinn. Yeah, the male. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. yeah. So and, should, should uh, Jim Rash have called her pudding at some time? Oh, that would have been funny. But royal pain has rebuilt the pacifier, which clearly speeds stole from the sanctum. And we learn what the weapon does. So she's assembled the gun, and she takes aim and shoots Commander. He becomes an infant. He she, does. She turns her weapon on Jetstream. She she jump leaps into the air to fly. Royal Pain shoots her with the pacifier. She transforms it into an infant and is falling. And All-American Boy has this beautiful move. He, right. he jumps and catches her as he is then also <laughs> transformed into a baby. And I think right before he transforms, you hear him say, Josie, I'm always... Ah! <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then everyone's getting fired at, right? Like So all yeah, the, the, all the, all the adults right. are babies left and right. And who's left to stand? And interestingly, all the heroes we've seen are all bad guys. All oh, the, the ones kid, that we see at the, the dance. The kid heroes. The kid heroes okay. are all bad guys, right? Yes. So Speed, Speed Lash, Penny, who's the multiple girl, oh, right. are all clearly been they're, they're, recruited they're by they're Royal They're this movie's Legion of Doom. That's right. A much more family-friendly version. It's a rated G version of Carrie. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Right. Like, First of all, how dare you both? I like the sequence as the, the sidekicks are trying to fight back. Yeah. And I said, you know, better team movie than a lot of the movies we've seen in the hat. Yeah. X-Men movie. Justice League. Whoa. Oh. oh, oh. So I, I, I wrote that joke. I was like, I'll go for it. Yeah. Um, well, when you wrote that joke, you hadn't seen the movie. So. <laughs> so. Uh, we'll get there, Todd. We'll get We'll get there. But yes, I'll, I'll agree with you on the on the X Men part. This is better teamwork in this movie than in yeah, in, it, it, and and not shooting across the bow uh, than Avengers. Ah, uh, well, I think we're going to disagree on that one. But for the for the mo for most of Avengers, it takes them longer to be like we need to work as a team to defeat. Well, that's the be- that's that's because Joss Whedon's subtext was some assembly required. You know, like yeah. that. You know, that was the challenge was building the team. That was mm-hmm. yeah, so. 
but we can we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to that one too. All the adults are transformed into babies. Right. Uh, Stitches is loading them up into <laughs> into the baby carriers. Like these, yeah. This and they're assembling them. Right. Uh-huh. Royal Pain is carrying Commander out of the school while the rest of the babies are being. Uh, on this like conveyor belt being loaded down into the school bus by <laughs> stitches. Right. So she, Royal Payne, is wearing these KISS-level platform boots. Mm-hmm. When she is walking down those steps, you can see her. She's like, don't fall. Don't fall. Don't fall. Oh, right, because she's taking her mask off. She's taking her mask yeah. off, yeah. But those platform boots she's wearing yeah, are Mary ridiculous. Mary Elizabeth Weinstein is like, oh. The fact that they made her walk down those stairs, like just production-wise. And she has a... Real, it can't be. You know, it can't be a real baby with those shoes. You think? Well, that, it, I, it is Disney. That scene was like, oh my god! Like I was nervous watching that. Like, oh, don't yeah, fall. don't fall. Um, Will shows up, and now it's the battle. He's got the height of his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some superhero punching. But first, she reveals. Oh, this, this is the is, reveal. So right. yeah, so, uh, this was a great twist because I had figured out. That she has to be the masked person. Sure. Because, A, they got Patrick Walburton. So I'm like, oh, clearly. It's misdirection. I didn't think that she went. So she is the pacifier. Let's try that again. I think the pacifier was the weapon. Well, what, then what was Royal her? Pain, Royal Pain was the her name. Her name back of, then, too? Yeah, but okay. the assumption was that she was Royal Pain's daughter. Right. Because okay. she said earlier, Gwen said earlier that her mother... Uh, was killed in an explosion when she was an infant. So what? Ha- so what happens was the pacifier, which is the gun, explodes. So was Royal Pain back then a, a woman too? Yeah, she was oh. Sue Tenney. Yeah, she was Sue Tenney in the yearbook. Right, 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 right. Okay. And she was Sue Tenney, and she was a technopath in an era that didn't understand or appreciate technopaths. That's exactly. She right. was shunted Shunned. to the hero, to the sidekick, hero support. Track. Where today she would have she today would be a she'd hero. be a hero. Yeah. So, but the but Will has one of the funniest lines in the movie at the point in which he realizes that Gwen was his father, you know, his parents' classmate who turned mm-hmm. to evil. <laughs> Did you get the line? I mean, I was an old lady. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, um, Layla gets chased by Penny into the sci- one of the science labs. Big mistake. Uh-huh. And then unleashes the little shop of horrors. <laughs> yeah. With the Penny's. Audrey twos, yes. Yeah. That was awesome. But we learned a little bit about what Royal Payne's real plan is. Do you remember what that was? To turn all of them into babies. And the, it's 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 a kind of a syndrome type thing where if she levels the playing field. She's going to destroy the school. Right? Oh, that she's part of it. Gener- she's, doing yeah. the, she's doing the Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dropping the school like Sokovia. Right. Oh, the syndrome thing was uh, she was going to raise the infants. You know, which to be supervillains. To be supervillains, right. Okay. Yeah, I, kn- yeah. I knew there was something with the, the reason that they were babies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so the, the school's going to drop out of the sky. So the sidekicks have figured this out, and they got to they gotta stop it. We cut back to the fight. So Will is still fighting with Royal Payne, and it's right. a kind of a classic slugfest. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a great job until Royal Payne punches him right out the window of the gym uh-huh. and off the island, right, which is in the sky. And he's falling. And until he can... he's not. Because he also has Jetstream's power. He can fly. You can He comes back up to the outside the broken window, 
And basically he's like, okay, ready. And he comes in and he's beaten the crap out of Royal Pain mm-hmm. until she, you know, and beaten, you know, they're celebrating and she does the predator style. I'll take you with me when I go. Yeah. And she activates her device to turn off the anti-gravity generator. So mm-hmm. the island's dropping. So it's falling. Who can save them? It's got to be Will. It's got to be Will. So he flies. Um, little shout out uh, or little cameo here. Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. And I did not realize the woman, Jill Talley, is, is, his, is his real life wife. wife. Yeah, I'm guessing that the connection from some of the Nickelodeon and Disney cartoons that the writers had, where they had writer and producer credits, I'm guessing it must be the same circle. Plus, or the director? Is oh, the yeah, director from the my- SpongeBob movie. Oh, but that's way later. That's, that's way, way later. later. Maybe it's, he was just a SpongeBob fan. That's yeah, maybe. I thought that was, but I thought that was a cool. Yeah, that was a cool, and having it be his real wife was very nice. Yeah, that was cool. Um, you know, all is well. The heroes have triumphed. Professor Medulla as an infant, with <laughs> still a large baby. Great effect. That was that's yeah, probably that, one of the best. That effects. was five million of their budget, and it was, <laughs> but it was perfect because he delivers a very funny line. Uh, Warren is holding the baby carrier with Professor Medulla as a as a baby, <laughs> right? And uh, Professor Medulla goes, "Mr. Peace, would you please carry me to the mad science lab?" Sure. And Mr. Peace. Yeah. Regrettably, I have made boom boom. Which the goon related. Actually, did goon did a pretty good job on getting that line right. Yeah, I really like that. So, uh, so then, island saved. Sky high's back up in the sky, and where do they put Royal Pain and her and everyone <laughs> in and th- in the detention room? And she has one of my favorite lines in the movie. I went through puberty twice for this. That's great. That's great. We get the you know we get the happy wrap up. The hero support are recognized as heroes in their own right, right? right. So that all-American boy, now Mr. Boy, gets his respect from His moment Commander, in the sun with the two of them, yeah. And a kiss from Jetstream. Oh, I forgot about the she kiss. She kisses him, yep, absolutely. Is it a kiss on the cheek? Uh, I, did, I don't recall placement of the kiss. Uh, you know, as Principal Powers is leaving the detention room, yeah. did you get her line? What a waste. I can't do anything more to help you. I'm not Wonder Woman, you know. Like the, the, the cover of I Melt With You at the end at the dance as everybody's celebrating. Yes. Happy moment. Yes. Will and Layla are floating outside the school uh-huh. uh, and they have a kiss. They smooch. The movie ends. It ends as it begins, right? So comic book panels, comic book panels. with Will's narration voiceover. You know, the surprise yay of the day. Actually, so Ron Wilson, bus driver, has a great moment when he stops stitches from getting away with the bus there's only one person authorized to transport superheroes and that's ron wilson bus driver <laughs> yeah great line but then in the comic book panels we learned that uh <laughs> that ron wilson bus driver fell into a vat of toxic waste and got superpowers <laughs> and then you see a giant ron wilson battling a giant robot in the city right with a with a huge mop with a huge mop right yeah, and and end of movie i was like but ron wilson wasn't the janitor like i almost wondered like was he originally the janitor because like the mop makes and, no sense and why, they why are the and they had already animated that and they're like right. sorry <laughs> that right we're going with it yeah, yeah. um great closing lines okay. in the same way that will does a nice job of setting the stage at the beginning the close the, the end i love this probably one of my favorite in recent history of how to kind of wrap it up nicely. So Will says, So in the end, 
My girlfriend became my arch enemy, my arch enemy became my best friend, and my best friend became my girlfriend. But hey, that's high school. Yeah. You know, it's a great it was great. And, and and movie. So man. It's a good movie. It's a good I movie. I enjoyed it. Um but I got some questions for you. Okay. All, All right. right. Yes, um, sir. Who is your MVP? So my MVP is a I have a tie. Ooh. So War and Peace and Ron Wilson, bus driver. <laughs> okay. It's it's the commander. Okay. Kurt Russell sets the tone of what this movie is by being, hello, I'm commander, you know, big so, Boy Scout. I hear you. That's To the fair. point where when he, he is strong, that scene down in the cave where he's like, oh, you are strong. And then he hugs him. And he goes, ah. And then he hugs him. He goes, Listen, oh, sorry. <laughs> when you get Kurt Russell, you get Kurt Russell, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think anytime he shows up in these, he's probably going to be my MVP. All right. Just a little spoiler. Spoiler alert. Who is your favorite character? My favorite character was Coach Boomer. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, he's good. Mine was Ron Wilson, bus driver. <laughs> because of the, hi, Ron Wilson, bus, bus driver. driver. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Actor having the most fun. For me, Kurt Russell. So that, <laughs> But for the exact same reason he was your MVP. Yeah. That, for me, that was... Kurt Russell having a blast in this movie. Uh, I, I'm going to say um, that's fair. Yeah, I was going to say Bruce Campbell, but then Ooh. after I watched this movie, I listened to him on The Nerdist. So while it looks like he's having fun, he may just be like, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, no, Kurt Russell. Okay. Kurt Russell, definitely. Yeah. Okay, best scene. Best scene, Save the Citizen. Yeah, yeah. It's a 100%. fun sequence. It's danger room light. He's yes. got to team up with his enemy. The bad guys get theirs. Yeah. And one scene you would cut. You know, I, honestly, I have, there's nothing. I, uh, if I want to be super nitpicky, okay. One of the major pain, um, Pat, uh, stitches scenes where they're trying. Okay. Because I think there's one after we meet Jim Rash as there the is dad. there is one after that. That's the one I would cut then because if you even know who Jim Rash is, once you see him out of the makeup, the next time you see him, you're, you're like, go, "Oh, that's him." Hey, wait a minute. Oh, that's fair. That you and know what? That kind of gives it away. That's fair. So yeah. Okay. All right. So last thing. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Seventy three. C minus C C. I think that's a C. Um, what are you, you going to give it, Tom? I, I'm giving it an A. This is a kid's superhero movie. Yeah. It's well done. It's funny. Fair. It's campy and cartoonish in a lighthearted way. It's a fun movie. There, I couldn't there's agree a reason why we've more. watched this movie many times in my house. Sure. It's an A. It's a, it's a, it's a slam dunk, yeah. this movie. Yay! I'd be interested to do research to find out why there was no sequel. It seemed to be profitable. Yeah, yeah. Um, that little company... Um, they do. They know how to keep managing the value of their intellectual property. Uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, Dice Dice House of Mouse. Dice Nay. Dice Yeah, I think they're. I think they're. Uh, they're. They're Belgian. Dice Nay. Ooh, the studio audience didn't like that one. Yeah, that was a terrible. French, yeah. the, that was a bad riff. Yeah, that was, yeah they're not oh. all good ones. Um, um, no, yeah, Disney. Yeah, I wonder. It's what, so what's weird. The, the story with it. Yeah, that would have been because to your point, that's freshman year. We could have gotten senior year. You could have done see. I mean, if you're really ambitious, then you then you do Harry Potter style and you come back for sophomore year. Oh, well, that's what we're getting with 
Spider-Man. We're right. getting each year of high school, sophomore, uh, junior, senior, and then adult Spider-Man for the fourth oh. film. Is that confirmed? Oh, I, I'm very interested and in that. And the strong rumor is in 4E. Spoiler territory. Because oh, we got to get Miles Morales. Oh. He's in the universe. Yeah. Uh, Donald uh, Glover is another uncle, right? another <laughs> Another community. Yeah. Right, yeah. He says, my, my nephew, nephew Miles. I'm like, ah. <laughs> All right. So, Bob, could oh. you do the honors? And now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's Helmet. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. All Bob. right. So the next. Oh God! What could you know? Movie. I, I've got some thoughts. Okay. You, you got do. some hopes and dreams. Okay. That, well, that's different than thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Next movie we are watching is. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. I'm ready. It's a little movie. Maybe you've heard of this movie by a uh, indie director, Christopher Nolan. We're watching Batman Begins. Wow. We're getting a good Batman movie. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> wow. my hand. Well, should we... Let's go I... ahead and watch the trailer. Casey, I don't know if you're familiar with this movie, so um, let's watch a trailer. Sure. Tell us, Mr. Wayne. What do you... How do you know my name? The world is too small for someone like Bruce Wayne to disappear. Your parents' death was not your fault. My parents deserve justice. I cannot let that pass. If you make yourself more than just a man, then you become something else entirely. Which is? A legend, Mr. Wayne. Master Wayne, are you coming back for long, sir? As long as it takes to show the people of Gotham their city doesn't belong to the criminals and the corrupt. Bruce? Rachel? You're gone a long time. I know. Things are worse than ever down here. What chance does Gotham have when the good people do nothing? No mix survival suit for advanced infantry. Kevlar utility harness, gas-powered magnetic grapple gun. What's that? On oh, the tumbler? Oh, you wouldn't be interested in that. I spent a lot of time being scared for you. I heard you were back. But the man I loved. The man who vanished never came back. He's here. Who? The Batman. Gotham isn't beyond saving. Just hold on! Guy dresses up like a bat, clearly has issues. You know, if I didn't watch you pull it out of Thor's helmet... You would have been like... It's yeah. right here, here. Yeah. No, no, no. I believe you. Listen, we are going to get a shot. I do feel like we need a victorious picture. I have not purposely watched this movie. Now's your chance. In years because I didn't want to be tainted by Batfleck or any of the other stuff. I've been like, oh, I'll watch it. Well, BVS is coming out. No, I can't watch sure. it now. Oh, watch it now. Well, no, now Justice League's coming out. 
And also, I stopped watching a lot of superhero movies because we're doing this podcast. Sure. So I'm so stoked to watch this movie again. So, Todd, how can people watch this movie? But what are the ways to watch this? I believe it might be on HBO. Oh, that's um, that's a good question. You know, I, I'm you know I'm psyched. I own I own the Blu-ray collection of the Nolan Batman because it's one of those ones. You know, tipping my hand, it's one of the ones that it's worth owning. Um, I believe your son is a uh... my 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 son has gone to the dark side. He the, no he, no to to where dark side is. <laughs> well played, uh, well played. Yeah. So yes, my oldest son Christian has uh, really started to enjoy comic books in the last year, but has is drawn to the DC universe, Batman specifically. So I mean, at least he's I making like your son. <laughs> at least he's making good choices in this bad place. Um, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so uh, if you don't own a copy of Batman Begins, first of all, how dare you? Uh, you know, it's available to rent through any of the usual places you would expect. Amazon Video, YouTube, Vudu, Google Play, iTunes, ranges from three to four bucks. Um, if you do a little bit of digging on any of the um, premium cable channels, you can probably find it there as well. Again, the recent movies I feel like are are a whole lot easier to get your hands on than, for example, when we watched Batman seventy nine. Batman seventy nine. Uh, it's Captain America seventy nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's saying just like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I have saved us because a little behind the scenes, I bought the two DVD collection of you Batman. Did not. Oh yeah, yeah. So when it comes time for Batman or for. Uh, Captain you did it for I Captain did. America. So when it comes time for Captain America 2, A Death Too Soon, I um, now am the proud question mark owner. Captain America 2, A Movie Too Soon? <laughs> a movie too long? A movie no one wanted? Because it should just be, hey, there's Captain America. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Yeah. So Holy cow. our next movie. Batman Begins, movie what? one in the Nolanverse. We're going to have a lot of Bale voice in this. <laughs> Swear to me. Where were the other drugs go? Oh, wrong, wrong. I but the, that may get dropped into. It's got to. So interesting is we're looking ahead. First of all, I can't wait to pair a beer selection with this. And I've got some. I, I'm, you already I've have got, some ideas? I, I've got some ideas, but they're just rough ideas at this point. Well, you know who we'll go to. We'll go to Branching Out Bottle Shop. Uh, so Joel and Carissa uh, always enjoy when I come in there with a movie saying, okay, here's what we got to find. So they are active partners in pairing our beers for the movies. So um, I think the next time you go, let me know. Yeah, we'll, we we'll go, go down together. there together. Yeah. Absolutely. That'll be fun. But this will be the first time we've watched two different versions of the same hero. Ooh, that's a good point. So, so maybe next one we'll pull uh, Cap. Oh, well, wait, we couldn't. We, uh, Except oh, unless we pull, oh, pull the 1990. 1990. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, God in heaven. You know, but it'll be interesting so obviously we don't need to revisit any of the mythology of Batman other than right. kind of what got them to this movie. Yeah, you know, there's some fun trivia of who auditioned for... Uh... I, I look forward to it. So this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, so holy cow, this has been... This has been an interesting episode. This has been a good night. This is this was so much fun because there wasn't all the preamble history at the beginning. Yeah, it was. We came in a, a whole lot cleaner. Yeah, I, I agree. I, now that said, I loved what we did. I loved the Man of Steel discussion. Uh, I thought Colin really. Oh yes, shout out really, to my brother Colin. Yeah, you know, really kind of set the bar for our guests. 
Yo, that, that is the bar. Li- yeah, li- listen to listen to uh, episode yeah. six there. Because we we will tell anyone who wants to come on this podcast. Hey, listen to Man of Steel all three hours. That's how you guessed is how Colin did it. Coming in and having all that history. Oh ready. God, yes, absolutely. Um, but uh, I enjoyed that. But it was it was I enjoyed this as well. Different coming in with a property that was essentially you know whole cloth. So it was created for the movie. And we had no stigma fun. attached to. Well, in the comics, they, yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in any event, that's been a movie that has been. So, Todd, where can people find you on social media? Should you wish to be found? Uh, so, um, in addition to the Superpod Hero Casts blog, which is www.tsphc.com, where mm-hmm. we got some stuff up there. Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash superpodherocast. Uh, I am also blogging on all topics, uh, geeky and non-geeky, at tmpinsyr.com, or my Twitter is at tmpinsyr. Casey, where can you be found on the interwebs? My Twitter handle is not.briancasey, and my Instagram handle... Yeah. Okay. My Instagram handle is not Ryan Casey. Excellent. I want to make a plea to our Legion. We need to get our name out there more. Yes, yes. Go to Apple Podcast. If you get your podcast from Apple. Even if you have an iTunes account. Everyone's got an iTunes account. Okay. You can leave a review. Five-star review. We've loved the ones on Facebook. Thank you so much. But to get us out there and make it so that we can continue doing this podcast by having sponsors, we need to get our uh, ranking higher in the podcast. Sure. Because right now we're not even registered. Sure. So five-star reviews, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you like us. Yep. That's the best way to do it. That's really going to keep this podcast being able to keep going. Absolutely. And, you know, it's gratifying to see people responding we hope you're enjoying the podcast. We're really enjoying doing them. Please spread the word. Your love and uh, social media sharing uh, helps us keep this going and makes it bigger. So thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. So that'll do it for the Super Pod Hero Cast. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. And Bean and Goon join us in on this. Be, Be heroic. heroic. Turn to page 394. What is that from? Harry Potter. Oh, is that Harry Potter? Oh, you. Uh, former member of New Kids in the Hall. Um, the the always wait, funny. the former member of New Kids in the Hall? New Kids. Say it again. Uh, I'm going to be Batman, of course. <laughs> of course you are. Steve. Steve. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Again, you've stepped up the. the, I'm trying. Listen, I'm trying to find someone who's going to be like, we should put these people on our network. Oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to the Super Pod Hero Cast. I'm Todd Panic. We already already did it. (laughs) Let me. Yeah, let's look it up. (laughs) Something. It's. it's, Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. That is that sounds great. We should totally use that. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, Witty Wicks candles, hand uh-huh. poured artisan wax, all natural soy, uh, all soy candles. Do that all again. Yep. Do it again. <laughs>
she is the owner of Witty Wicks Candles. Mm-hmm. Uh, she makes and sells hand poured soy wax, all natural. She is the owner of. <laughs> she You're making the, some good outtakes yeah, I'm right so now. So good. She is the owner of Witty Wicks Candles. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hang on. She is the owner. She is the. I'm going to get it. I don't really sound very hot, Mike. No. Um, no, you're super hot. Okay, hold on. And also, your mic's very loud. Hey yo! All right, so Bob, uh, so Bob, oh, <laughs> it's gonna. So, we're a little off tonight. So I know Todd, it, yeah, Casey, yes. Dad, okay. why did you fall asleep? Why did I fall asleep during the movie? Because I had been up all day. Okay. Because <laughs> because um, Daddy works nights. Yes, he does. Okay, so. <laughs> uh. Hang on! Hang on! The part we that lost Mr. Todd for a second. The, the <laughs> okay, this is serious spy stuff. SpongeBob nice. SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. Beautiful. Did you know that? Of course. How could I interrupt the noise flute? Gwen is Royal Pain. Ma- Royal? Major? Royal. You can look it up if you want. I'm going to. But it's royal pain. Royal pain. Is um, this like Afghanistan? Yeah. It clearly yes. says Afghanistan. It clearly says. We have lost complete control of this podcast. Pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. Pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. And scene. Thank you. Goodbye, new listeners. Casey, cut all that out.